presume that because everyone should be treated equal, that they start out on equal footing. So equity, as a concept, says, recognize that everyone has the same capacity, but in order for them to have equal opportunity to reach that capacity, what we must pay attention to this issue of equity if we are to expect and allow people to compete on equal footing. You know what I really love? What? The Arnie State Show. It's filthy ah. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. We need to refer to her as Vice President Run-On Sentence. That was one of our latest quips. Talking about equity and equality and equal. And just using the word over and over and over again. Oh, good morning, ass family. Welcome to another fun-filled edition of... The Arnie State Show. Hope you are doing good on this uh, Friday Eve, also known as Thursday. Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy is going to be here in the next hour. I have to start the show with a couple of uh, emails I got. One I didn't mind getting. Got it late last night. The other one, oh, it's going to be fucking on, people. But before we get to all that, let's go ahead and say good morning to everybody. First one here, look at that, Hangtown Jen. Says, morning ass family, open, open, open. Hey, have you tried a Cosby sweater yet? The sexual act of eating Fruit Loops, Fruity Pebbles, Tricks, and Boo Berry or any other bright, colorful breakfast cereals and then vomiting the tacky, dazzling mixture onto your partner's chest. The result should look similar to the incredible sweaters that Bill Cosby wore during his highly successful 1980s sitcom, The Cosby Casey, Show. call 911! Good lord. That is disgustorama there. The Cosby sweater. Battleborn in Nebraska says, good morning, ass family. Shit, sure happy it's Thursday. Let's get this week well over with already. Andrew says, hola, ass family. How are all my favorite folks doing today? I'm doing good. Oh, I, I, I'm a tad bit fired up. Like The first letter got me fired up last night. I'll, I'll tell the story here in just a bit. Cowboys Girl says, good morning, ass family. Happy football season. What name did you go with? We all need to know your fantasy football team name. You're out, says, good morning, ass. Woke up at the crack ass of dawn to go to the balloon launch, courtesy of UNR. Beautiful sunrise morning. Uh, everyone, go make this day your bitch. Oh, yeah. The balloons uh, over there. Yeah, that's fantastic. Launched off. Uh, Jen's loving the music. She says, oh, my, it's Reno Hot Air Balloons today through weekend. It was my favorite thing to get up and go see the glow show. I am going to miss that. Well, it, it, it is a lot of fun. Uh, for me, I saw it once, and that's all I ever needed to see it again. Oh, my lucky start. Oh, looky there. The one and only bratty kid is in uh, the house. That's cute. I remember when I had my first beer. I, 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 huh? I hope you have a spectacular day today. Your aunt says, yes, ma'am. That is the reason. Oh, looky there. My dear friend Adam J is in the house. Buenos dias, Arnie. We're in the middle of being smacked by Hurricane K right now. Roofs are flying around. Thank Elon Musk for Starlink. Amen. Oh, hey, be careful down there. Hell, I haven't even heard about Hurricane K. We were all we were all hoping that Hurricane Earl was going to do something. Holy shit! Vice President Word Salad V Coop says swoosh. 
Says, morning, ass family. My mom got assaulted at the bank. She's okay, uh, but stay safe out there. Woo-wee. Man, oh, man, you ain't running around with a hatchet going after that person? Well, you just let me know when you need me to tag in with a hatchet, and we'll go find that son of a bitch. All right. So yesterday we had a discussion about military, things happening in Russia, things happening in Ukraine. We aren't really a part of it. We've been sending them lots of aid, and I said, well, look how that's happened. Look what's happened to us in the past. Well, Christopher, who's a big fan of history, Christopher, I'm going to take a dig at you here, even though you didn't know Nelson Mandela got out of prison. He wrote me this really great worded email last night, late last night. Uh, I woke up, my legs were shaking, and uh, I I noticed I had a message on my phone, so I, I read this, and then I had a dream about us being attacked. But let me read most of this for you here. It says, hey, Arnie, I know that this may seem like I'm taking it a bit too seriously, but I believe the subject matter to be important, so here goes. Um, he's going off against Tucker Carlson, who uh, fears, says he fears that a war with Russell will be dangerous, which it would be. Uh, he doesn't see how Putin poses a direct threat to America, which he does. I'll give you that. The current president is in favor of in, uh, intervening for Ukraine and thus most oppose anything he says. Tucker is wrong. Tucker is advocating for the principles of isolationism. Now, first of all, let me say this about Tucker Carlson. What Tucker Carlson says is not gold. It's not written in concrete anywhere. Okay, Tucker Carlson is a paid contributor who became famous for wearing a bow tie and looking like a dork. He wore a bow tie and was on Dancing with the Stars, and now he's a political pundit on Fox News. Now, Tucker is proposing isolationism, meaning we are going to let them handle their business, which we should. Now, this is where Christopher and I disagree. But because he might come up a few times later, I'll mention the obvious one where it backfired. Hitler. America, after World War I, became very isolationist. Well, along with the rest of the Allied powers, afraid to stand up to Hitler. Well, I got to first and foremost say, um... That's not true. That is not true. First of all, let's talk about World War One, shall we? World War One was not a very popular war for the Americans. The Americans were a part of World War One, which then in turn led to the Treaty of Versailles, or Versailles, or however they fucking say it, and that pretty much hammered Germany. Germany had to pay something like uh, where I, I saw it earlier, like. Uh, it was $33 billion today. What would, what would equal $33 billion today they had to pay for reparations and restoring nations that they invaded after World War I? They were militarily stripped down to the bone where they barely had any kind of military, and they were taken off the social agenda. Now, they'd always been a socialist country. They didn't know how to react. They had food lines. They had people eating potato soup. You know, they stole that from Ireland, obviously. And then a charismatic young fella named Adolf Hitler came in, and he turned Germany around. The socialist agenda. Now, let's all remember that he was Time Magazine's man of the year before it's gone to person of the year. People admired Adolf Hitler until he went absolutely crazy. Now, 
we were not afraid of him. You see, a lot of people at the end of World War I were upset that we were a part of World War I, and they believe that we were a part of World War I all in order to stuff the pockets of U.S. arms industry. Now, Christopher goes on, and I have to correct him again on something here. Uh, no, America's not one of them. For today, I need to talk about Russia and China. Uh, let's see. Uh, don't trust the fascist government. No, I, I don't trust them. Oh, he shouldn't have ever been allowed to rearm the Rhine, annex Austria, take Sutherland, invade Czechoslovakia. They let him do all that stuff, but declared war only when Hitler invaded Poland. Well, the United States didn't declare war when he invaded Poland. The French and the British declared war when he he was there. Americans in the 30s were worried about starving to death because we were going through a little thing called the Great Depression at that time. There wasn't a lot of uh, rah, rah, USA stuff going on then. Not until December 7th, 1941, when the Japanese, who joined the Germans, decided to bomb Pearl Harbor. That's when we got involved. Why? Because, and, and, and you, can, you can disagree with this. Hey, man, all you want. I, and I'm okay with you disagreeing with this. It was Europe's war. It was their war to fight. It wasn't our war. We weren't the police of the world yet. Yet. When Japan fucked up and said, let's wake up the sleeping fucking giant. We said, oh, you're going to sneak attack us and we aren't even part of this war? Well, game on, motherfucker. And that's when we changed the course of history in this world. We went and we defeated. We did the job that France and Great Britain couldn't fucking do. We beat the Germans. We repelled the Germans. We and the Russians did that. Then we decided, hey, Japan, you're going to keep fighting? Here's a bomb for you. Well, you're going to still keep fighting? Here's another fucking bomb for you. Okay, now you're done. The result of World War II was America won the war. We did. I'll debate anybody. The Russians were there. They were on our side. The British were kind of there. The French, they're a bunch of fucking pussies. They ran. This was their war. We then became the world's police force. You see, the problem that I have with Germany and all that is when we decide to trust nations or things like NATO or the United Nations. Because Germany went against everything that was in the Treaty of Versailles to start World War. What's happening right now in Ukraine? You want to go over there and fight Christopher? Okay. All right. We have 1.4 million people in our military. I want you to think about that. 1.4 million people in our military. How many do we send there? Because I'm going to tell you how the world works right now. 
this is the way the world works. They're waiting for us. And I'm not talking about Russia. We send over what? 100, 200,000? Okay. So then do we send over 100, 200,000 to Iran when they start to fucking send bombs at Israel? Because they're developing nuclear bombs. Oh, what about when North Korea, who, by the way, has a military of 1.3 million people, when North Korea decides to start using their nuclear bombs on South Korea and Taiwan, and China just sits back, what happens then? By the way, we're at an all-time low number of recruits for the military. All-time low. So do we, do we reinstitute the draft? And honestly, you're going to tell me you feel safe with a bunch of today's 18-year-olds going to fight in a war that they don't want any part of? Does anybody remember a little thing called Vietnam? This is not our fight. The Ukrainians prove this isn't our fight. Why? Because they're standing up and they're fighting. This is completely different from World War II. Because the Ukrainians, with as little as they have, but what we're sending them, they are beating Russia. Which did not happen in World War II. Do you think the money going to the Ukraine is really being used for the war? Or is it going into the pockets of companies and pals associated to the Bidens? I'm not sure. I, I, you know, honestly, that, that, that's a good question, V. Coop, and I'm not sure. I don't know. I want to think in my heart of hearts it's going to the Ukraine, along with military items that they will use against us in 20 years. I'm in favor of becoming an isolationist. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll just go ahead and say it. Because here's the thing. Hey, hey look, look. You, you want to spout out against... And, and, and I make a point to say this. Look at the Middle East. Look what's happened in the Middle East. We had Desert Storm first because Iraq invaded Kuwait. Now, we decided to take on Iraq because, well, we're the good guys here. Let's not kid ourselves. That was, an, that was a fight for oil. Complete fight for oil. Not even American oil. But, I, I, look, I don't, I don't say anything bad about the military. These are the people that are leading the military. The military does their job. I have nothing but reverence for the military. And then we had the second part of it. When 9-11 happened, we knew the 19 terrorists were from Saudi Arabia. Yet we invaded Iraq. Now, look here. I will be the first one to admit I was in favor of it. Let's go there. Let's shock and awe them. But Iraq really didn't have a whole lot to do with 9-11. And we were told they had weapons of mass destruction. And I was on board with that. I was full on saying it. I admit it. And it was wrong. We were duped as this society. We were duped. Because it seemed like it was nothing more than a chance for W to go take a shot at somebody who took a shot at his daddy. Uh, I know this seems naive, but I still don't understand why Putin has not been sniped yet. I mean, one person, one shot, uh, and <laughs> move on. 
kill the head of the snake, so to speak. Why is that so hard or wrong? It's not, it's not wrong, but it is very hard because there's 12 more heads waiting to jump up there that are just as wacky as he is, if not wackier. Given how much Russia is bitching about our weapons and the remnants of our weapons being found all over Ukraine, I'd say the weapons are going there. Janet opens up Pandora's box to have a season or any world leader out there. Biden jokes aside, it's dangerous precedent. They're getting their asses whooped, drones hitting them before they can move. Sorry, Arn, that's not accurate. They're begging for help and getting more uh, more money from us. That means uh, you, us a, as citizens. They're getting money. Okay, uh, hey, look, I think they're getting, once again, once again, I don't think we should be a part of this. And if you want to call me names for it, that's fine. You can call me names for it. I don't give a shit. Because what happens when we do go to war there? Well, you can't worry about it. You have to worry about that. You have to worry about it. What happened in Korea? My father left parts of his own body in Korea. And because a certain president felt bad later in his writings, he stated he felt bad for dropping not one but two bombs on Japan, that he would never do it again even though that's pretty much what needed to be done since the Chinese were funneling in their own military to fight against us, and we didn't have an answer for it. Why are we fighting the rest of the world's problems? It's not our job. Why is it that the U.N., whose funding is around $900 million a year, $800 million of it was funded by the United States. Not to mention, their fucking building resides here. And they can tell us what to do. If you're in favor of supporting Ukraine, I'm not going to stand in your way. I disagree with it. If Vladimir Putin gets too big, then we will have to get involved. And what happens when you let the big dog get involved? Well, the big dog's going to clear the fucking field. And there are going to be plenty of people going, oh, gosh, why do they have to be so mean? It's war. It's war. This is why I go out of my way every time I mention those 13 Marines that were murdered because there was no war going on at that time. We have allowed, this presidency has allowed a terrorist group to be in charge of an actual nation. When do they get enough resources, thanks to all the ones we left behind, to take over, I don't know, another place or sidle up with, I don't know, let's say, uh, uh, oh, Pakistan. Yeah. You know, Pakistan, which is supposed to be our ally, but they really aren't. It's kind of a wink-wink ally. They had no idea Osama bin Laden lived four miles away from their West Point. Really? I find that one kind of convenient. 
So when Afghanistan decides to saddle up or saddle up with Pakistan, they go, okay, well, we'll, we'll, we'll team up with you. Here's something that you should know. Pakistan has nuclear capabilities. <laughs> Wonderful. Now we're giving terrorist organizations nuclear capabilities. Do you want my opinion? Here's my opinion. This is the, the cold-hearted, blooded opinion of Arnie Roy states. I say nuke them till they fucking glow. You start in the Middle East and you keep working your way even further east. And you simply put on every fucking bomb, fuck around and find out. I just want to live in a country where I can listen to Elvis Presley in the morning, chew tobacco and watch reruns and watch wrestling like I did last night. These other countries, they don't want to do that. They want to dominate everybody. They want to stand on, okay, well, you want to dominate everybody. Here you go. Blow the fuck up. Bye. You're all fucking, you're all parking lots now. I'm tired. I'm tired of seeing friends and their sons coming back with legs blown off. Shit like that. Fuck that shit. You want to fuck around? Okay. Y'all are going to find out. Uh, if Afghanistan wanted nukes badly enough, they just go to any former Soviet republic who lost theirs after the breakup. Fred says, preach on, brother states, nuke them all down. I look, and, and I know that that's not a, a look. As soon as, as soon as the first person pushes the button, the world is over. That first person could be Pakistan. Afghanistan, if they become nuclear available, it could become North Korea. It could be China. I do know it's not going to be us. We're not going to be the first ones that press it. Uh, see, Ratberger says the Republican Party has historically been isolationist uh, up through the beginning of World War II. Pro-business, that changed when military industrial complex business became very lucrative. So here we are 80 years later. By the way, we are fighting the war in Ukraine. We are sending operatives, special forces, and lots of money and gear, just like the early days of World War II in Vietnam, both without congressional consent, just like Ukraine. Might I point out what party did all of this? The Democratic Party, the Republicans, own the Iraqi mess. Yes, they do, and they should own it. Oh, Douglas, you're absolutely right. We could be the first ones that get nuked. It's either going to be us or Israel, because we as sure as fuck ain't going to push that button first. And once again, this comes down to us, the United States people. Christopher, I want to agree with a lot of the things that you say there, and I appreciate what you say. But with the new training techniques that they've done to the military, they've taken, they they pretty much neutered a lot of, Drill instructors, you have to be nice to these kids now. And if there was a draft, good Lord. Man, how many draft dodgers would be out there? How many emo kids would we want in the fucking military? I'm happy I'm about to turn 51. That means, look, I'm on the downside of my life, and I'm okay with it. And this letter, I didn't mind getting. I I enjoyed this letter. I enjoyed looking up all these things. 
By the way, once again, Tucker Carlson is nothing more than a reporter. We don't base policies based on Tucker Carlson. We didn't base policies on Rush Limbaugh. We didn't base policies on whatever liberal fucking think tank was out there to talk as well. Don't be surprised to see the military drop the use of pronouns in the next year. And, and, and honestly, why don't we neuter the military even more? No more yes, sir, no, sir. No, ma'am, yes, ma'am. You want to fight that war? Fight that war. I don't want to. I don't want to send our troops to fight that war. It's not our war. Yeah, it look, look, not my circus. Those aren't my monkeys. I'm sorry to be that way, but when, when 13 Marines were murdered in Afghanistan, I lost a lot of hope for, I, I, lost, I never had any hope for this administration, but being the commander in chief, come on. Yes, Zim, and yes, Zer. Okay, and then we had another conversation yesterday. Had another conversation about money and finances, and Fred was a part of it. And I told Fred some hard things, and I used a phrase called, and it's an economist phrase called latte money. Where you see, you know, you stop getting that $5 latte every, every day, and you see your bank account get bigger. Well, this person who didn't have the balls to sign their name wrote this letter. Arnie. Oh, by the way, all letters are sponsored by JS Floors. Um, I just wanted to say that not only do I disagree with you about what you said to Fred about the income and things like that, I want to say that I'm disappointed in you as well. You see, the system is set up against the regular man to where they can't get out of debt or at least get ahead enough in the world to make it without having to rely on loans and maybe help from family. I don't own a home, and it probably never will, and it's got nothing to do with latte money. It's because, oh, this is, this is so delicious. It's because our school systems didn't give me a good enough education to go to college and get a high-paying job that would let me afford a nice home. Instead, I graduated from high school and started working wherever I could get an income. Now, I don't know if I agree with fast food workers getting $22 an hour, but I do believe that the minimum wage should be raised to battle the rise in the unfair unfair inflation that even you said between pay and home pricing. So, you see, it's not all about people's shortcomings, and I thought you of all people would know that. I'm sure you're going to ridicule me now for this, so please use the name Bill since it's not mine. Ah, I don't know where to start to Bill the ballless wonder here. Why is it, it, wait, wait, you say our education system is, they didn't give you a good enough education to go to college? Did you try? Did you seek out tutors? Because I see plenty of kids. Plenty of kids who went to high school and then go to college and then they get good jobs. I've seen it happen a a number of times. 
but you didn't go to college because you're blaming your high school system. Okay, there's the blame game getting used once, pussy. Why didn't you go to a trade school? Trade schools have been around. DeVry Technical Institute. You could have become an electrician. You could have become a plumber. You didn't have to go to college to be successful. Well, well, Arnie, those are those are manual labor, and there is nothing wrong with blue collar workers. Blue collar workers keep this country moving, people. And let me tell you, plumbers and electricians make good money. And as far as the minimum wage goes, we're going to see this happen first in California. And I can't wait. Oh, I've got a couple more stories about California, too. I can't wait until every 16- and 17-year-old is fired from fast food restaurants because the people they want to hire that they have to pay $22 an hour to, they're going to want some people with experience because this is no longer a low-level job. You see, minimum wage was invented to introduce people to the workplace. Minimum wage has never, I know it is now for some odd reason, minimum wage has never been a way for you to live comfortably. Never. Maybe if you got two minimum wage jobs, Yes, the rise in housing and the rise in in pay has not been equal, but that has nothing to do with minimum wage. Douglas says, I have a high school diploma and I make over over 80 grand a year. I have a good life living in the high cost of living California. B. Coop says, Bill, you're wrong. My wife has leukemia. Even with medical care through my career that I didn't need college for, I still have medical bills. I pay for those with a second job that I also didn't need college for. Oh, on top of that, I started three photography business, and I didn't need college for that. Hangtown Jen. She says, I'm going to be the first to say I disagree with this letter writer. 100% disagree. Hey, fucked hard. I don't have a college degree. Fuck, I was a mom at 18 alone. I alone solely paid for myself, my son's college, and all my bills. I alone skimped and saved to buy a house and pay off all my debt. I alone decided to dump everything and move into an area I could afford to buy a home and live a life. You might get further in life if you took the excuses out of your pockets because they're weighing you down. Ooh, I might have to steal. I like that phrase. I never went to college by choice. I applied myself, and I'm a proud blue-collar guy who's living life to the fullest. Preach on, my man. Uh, One thing I also have is gratitude for what I have. That is probably the most important thing to have. Now, we were talking about Fred yesterday because Fred said he can't probably afford to to buy a home because of the pay, and and he lives in Nevada. And I pointed out, look, the latte money thing. We all have a latte money thing. We, We all do. And it doesn't have to be latte. I have a lot of latte money things. It can be, and, and, and Fred, we outed Fred, and Fred was okay with it yesterday. I wasn't picking on Fred. Fred 
likes to buy cars, fix them up, sell some of them, sell parts, do all this kind of stuff, and that's an expensive hobby. Something that I also left out was something that Jen brought up. Fred has kids. There's nothing wrong with people that have kids. But you have to understand that you chose to have those children. I chose not to have children. I'm too selfish, and I would have never measured up to my father. I'm far too narcissistic. If I would have had to get my kid braces, I would fucking hold that against him because I didn't get to get $2,000 worth of shit. And most of my latte stuff is shit. I'll just say it. I don't care, but it's mine, and it makes me happy. So many people don't find what makes them happy. They think they have to run on this rabbit wheel forever. This is why I'm so proud of Hangtown Jen, who busted her ass, who moved across the country, and look how happy she is now. Not saying she wasn't a happy person before, but she has expanded her happiness. If you have kids, guess what? That's going to weigh you down even more. You chose it. Don't say, well, they were accident. You chose to have sex unprotected. You knew what you were doing. <laughs> kids are expensive. They eat more food than my V10 with fuel. Exactly. And that's a part of the whole thing. And there's nothing wrong with you having kids. I'm not putting them down. They aren't for me. I, I know that for sure. But let's see. Uh, Zach says, uh, good morning, Arnie and crew. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, college education and degree don't mean shit, nor does it guarantee a high-paying job either. There's plenty of fucktards with a college degree who have an IQ of a spent rubber and don't even work in their field of study. I only have a high school diploma, owned a business, and was able to purchase a home all without a college education. I don't know why this person went after me for the college education part. I don't get it. But this person is, this person is just looking for people to blame for his lot in life. That's all. Fred wasn't blaming anybody in the lot of life. I was just trying to help Fred and explain things in, in a way that, that's easily understandable with the latte money. You don't have to have college to get by in this world. And I think a lot of people, a lot of people figure that out too late. We're about to spend a trillion, that's 12 zeros, a trillion dollars for giving people for their, their college quote-unquote degrees that they have that probably are not in the field that they're working in. Liberal arts don't pay for shit. Virginia, we put the penis in happiness. Kids aren't for you, so is that why you started ABC? Amen. Um, Radberger says, my advice for Fred, if you're good with cars, start a business. Work morning, noon, and night. Build it up. You will make money. You just need to put effort into it. Few people know how hard to work on cars and pay a lot. Keep them going. You need to market yourself out there. Work hard, and you will never worry about money again. Everything in life requires effort. The homes uh, will come later. Yeah. And by the way, by the way, nowhere in the, the, the pocketbook of being an American says that you have to own a home to be happy. 
you, you don't have to. You can rent all your life and be happy. And I, I, I can hear everybody, oh, you're throwing money away, paying rent. So what? It's my money. I like If you like living where you live and you're renting, so what? <laughs> Jeff says prices are now $5,000. Well, I'd be even angrier then, Jeff. Um, I was happy before, but I felt stuck in a cycle of just living. I want to experience home ownership and vacations and stuff. I cannot afford it in California, and it made good money and good government job, but not enough. I just took my skills to an area where I can make it and pay for me. I gave up my mom, my youngest son, and everything I have ever known home, but it was worth it. My family will visit eventually. Yes. Christopher texts me, hot damn, this is some good radio. Uh, It feels great to be a small part of it. Yeah, you're a huge part of it. Everybody's a huge part of this show. I don't duck away from these letters. I don't duck away from when you challenge me on things. I am here to have an open and frank conversation about anything and everything that's out there. I'm not going to take my ball and run home. If you want to call me and say I'm an idiot, I will listen to you tell me I'm an idiot. And I will not interrupt you. But when it's my turn to talk, motherfucker, shut it down. Because the king of name-calling is in the house. And if you want to fucking start there, Bill, Bill, look, look, and I ain't going to hammer it. It sounds like Bill's working. Here's my thing. I will never make fun of a working man or woman. Braddy Kitts says, you're an idiot. She knows. Think how bad you are. You married me. Owning a house is overrated. Property taxes are a motherfucker. Don't move to Texas then because property taxes will kick you square in the fucking ball sack. My wife and I make more than 150000 a year. We bought a house, and we both don't have degrees. Jeff, just have snaggled teeth in an English accent. People will believe you. Keep in mind, as a mortgage is overall cheaper than paying and inflated rent. I, I, it is. It is, yes. But some people want to live that inflated rent. And that's why I enjoy listening to you, Arnie. Truth usually offends people. Well, I appreciate that. <laughs> oh, Douglas, Douglas, Braddy, it's Y-O-U apostrophe R-E, but he is your idiot. <laughs> oh, now that is funny right there. Oh, goddamn, that's funny. If you rent, you're paying your landlord's property tax, and that's okay. Look, 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 look. People that want to rent that don't want to be tied into a long-term home, it's okay to do that. Yeah, they know they, they're probably throwing their money away. It's their money. I'm not going to tell you what to do with your money, except two ninety nine dollars a month, and we might be talking about an increase here. Oof, the new website. Uh, I, I I don't know if I've ever been this excited or happy for anything on the show. Honest to God, the new website that's being built right now is going to be so amazing and so user-friendly. Holy crap. It's called Changing the Game. That's what it's called. And, and the, the fingers are crossed. It's, it's beginning of the year. Because there's a lot of technical stuff that I don't know 
but I've been taught a bunch of shit, and if you know my computer skills, you know that I'm probably on the level of... He has all three major kinds of retardation. When it comes to, like, computers and shit. I, I mean, honestly... Becca! ...would have a better chance. But I get this. Oh, do I get this. And, oh, I, I, I can't wait. Can't wait. And all this stuff, you just have to wait. These are the things that make me happy. Rent is a waste of money. You're throwing it away and gave nothing to show for it. A mortgage at least will have a sellable asset. Okay, hey. Okay. That's your mindset. Okay. Good. Uh, I thought about starting a business, but I don't want to ruin my hobby doing it for other people. I build cars for me. Some I keep, some I sell. Honestly, want to start a YouTube channel that films uh, fixing cars, towing vehicles, off-road recovery, and just fucking around with cars in the desert. Who knows? It could take off and become lucrative for me. Could. I like the idea of you. Uh, uh, this is the idea I like, Fred. I like the idea of you fixing up cars and then selling them. You could fix up some fucking fancy-ass damn cars and sell them for lots and lots of money. You don't have to work on other people's cars. You can build cars for a living. You might have to... Look, look, look. When I was Arnie the intern, once I first found radio, I knew I was in. When I was Arnie the intern, I had to work for a year not getting paid. I had to put CDs away. I had to get breakfast for fucking air talent. I had to pull music. Put it away, pull commercials, put them away, run the last hour of the morning show, which was all music on the board. Oh, and I had two weekend shifts, meaning I worked seven days a week at the radio station, all while going to college, taking care of my dying mother, and holding down a job at the airport, working 40 hours a week. This is why I get to sit in this chair right now, because I paid my dues. And that's all you got to do. You want to you get a lucrative YouTube channel? I, I think you're wasting your talents there, Fred. I've seen the cars that you build. I think your talents are right there. But this is me. Uh... Fred, you need to find some metal chugging riffs. I can do that for free. Uh, rent is unreasonable these days now. I voted for rent control years ago, not realizing it doesn't help the situation, but gets the government more involved, and that usually is going to make things worse. Some people rent because they think they won't uh, qualify for home ownership, but the fact is, as long as credit score is 620 and your income is debt ratio is reasonable, even low-income folks can buy heck. There are down payment programs that will cover costs. Good, they can do that. Uh, Douglas, you can recognize Fred. He says, yabba dabba, fuck liberals. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, look, look, the first 45 minutes here, because uh, I'm not going to be too late with uh, Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy. I, I've got a few stories. We have a Peter Peter Ducey moment. Oh, yeah, I mean, I mean we're going to go from that hell that we were just having. I don't want fan. Why did I click? I did not click Fandango. All right, here we go. Peter Ducey at it again. Just fucking schooling. 
What did you say? Ukraine, as refugees were being evacuated from Afghanistan into the U.S. last year, why weren't they all being thoroughly vetted? So, are you talking about... What are you, what are you, what are you referring well, to? Well, so, as the White House was managing the Afghanistan withdrawal last year, we were told <laughs> no one is coming into the United States of America who has not been through a thorough screening and background check process, but now... There's this DHS inspector general who says CBP admitted or paroled evacuees who were not fully vetted into the United States. That is not good. That is different than what you guys said. So how did this happen? No, it's not different than what we have said. Uh, that very report um, it did not take into account the key steps in that rigorous you heard from us, rigorous and multi-layered screening and vetting process uh, the U.S. government took uh, before at-risk Afghans were permitted to come to the U.S. Uh, again, I would, ref I would refer you to the DH DHS comments on this. It did not take into full account of what the other agencies are involved in making sure that this multi-layered process and screening process, it, they, it is a, a uh, multi-agency effort, and it did not, th this particular report did not include that. Okay, but so in the last week or so, we've heard the president calling elected Republicans a threat to the country. Does he think MAGA Republicans are more of a threat to the country than people DHS says may pose a risk to national security and the safety of local communities? Again, DHS has disputed this report, it's, uh, and it said it didn't take into account the key steps. Uh, that we have taken as a U.S. government, the rigorous uh, multi-layered screening and vetting process that we take as a government, that was not part of the report. Uh, again, this report is not accurate. Uh, I know that our team has spoken to your team about this, and uh, the DHS has provided a comment saying just that. So, again, I refer you to DHS. What did you say? What did she, just, she just gets schooled all the time. I mean... You start to feel bad for her, and then you remember she's a part of this administration and the United Colors of Benetton that they are there. What a moron. MAGA Republicans are more of a threat to our society than, than people that weren't vetted who came from Afghanistan. Awesome. Uh, Cowboys Girl says, so I can change it at any time and plan to. The story behind my name for now is what's funny. Last time the Cowboys, uh, went, last game I went to was 2017 at Oakland, known as Papergate, because at one point the refs couldn't tell if the Cowboys got a first down or not, so they grabbed a piece of paper to measure the down. Never happened in NFL history. The Cowboys went on to win the game. Many upset Raider fans blame the paper measurement. So her current name is Papergate 2.0. Soon she'll change it, though, to a name that I came up with at the very end of the show, Cowboy Coochie. Cowboy Coochie. I, I like that name. I think you could win the league with that name. Uh, I was thinking of making a quick metal rift and putting a monster voice on saying, dropping deuces. It, please do. Please do. Send it to me. Douglas says, my team name is Master Raider in one league. <laughs> She's referring to DHS when the guy is from DHS, huh? No, no, the guy is, Peter Ducey is from Fox News. DHS is Department of, Department of Homeland Security. She's saying that Department of Homeland Security, they're, they're fucked up. Well, they're fucked up because you run them. That, that's the moronicness there. Oh, I love Peter Ducey. 
All right, a few stories uh, before we get to Lake Tahoe, Joe Mike, because we have a lot of football to talk about today. We got NCAA games, including my beloved Longhorns and the ass whooping that they could be facing this weekend, along with opening season of uh, the opening weekend of the NFL. We got John Gruden story, and I have a story for Joe Murphy because everybody likes to hear Joe. But before we get to that, oh man, this is such a delicious story. Oh, num, 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 num. And this is all because of the current sitting governor of California. You see, oh, I can't open the story now. Due to all of the poop and pee that is lining the streets of San Francisco, a huge algae bloom has happened in San Francisco Bay. Because they've allowed bums to shoot up and poop on the streets and piss on the streets without any kind of fucking thing happening to them. Well, let me see if I can find this this story in another place because I don't want to pay for the San Francisco. San San Francisco poop. Oh, wait. Al. Let's see. San Francisco Chronicle, Chronicle. Baykeeper. Uh, let's see. Dying algae bloom leaves dead zones in its wake. Meaning dead fish are washing up everywhere. All because of the poop and pee. And it could cost San Francisco. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this number? <laughs> Coop, you're close. You're two billion off, though. They say it's going to be fourteen billion dollars to fix. But, 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 but that ain't all. Oh no, 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 no! I'm not going to come with just one story about how bad it is. No, 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 no. San Francisco. The leaders of San Francisco are now calling for ideas to be given to them within 90 days. They're throwing their hands up in the air and saying, please help to end the open-air drug markets without anyone going to jail. Overdose deaths hit 1,700 as users run rampant across the city. Yes, it's a sanctuary shitty. Yes, I, I'm Sean Connery, and uh, it, it's the shitty by the bay. San Francisco is struggling to deal with its perennial drug abuse problem and the impending closure of open-air drug treatment centers. I have got a solution to all of San Francisco's problems. Now, this could seem a bit excessive, but okay. So we send out a letter, because you have to usually have a home uh, to get a letter or a place of residence. To all residents in San Francisco saying that on, and we'll do it on my birthday next year. Because it's going to take a year to implement this. September 17th, 2023. 
do not have any business out on the streets. Because what we're going to do is we're going to roll through the streets of San Francisco, including the underground areas where BART runs. No, no BART will be running on September 17th next year. We are going to clean up San Francisco once and for all as we will have 50 caliber Gatlin guns attached to vehicles, and we will drive through the streets, and everybody using drugs and everybody pooping and peeing, well, you're going to get shot. And then we're going to build a big old hole and throw all your carcasses in there. Because, let me just tell you, that's the only way to fix this problem. And then, you hard-working San Franciscans, you can go back to cleaning the streets up, shining it up, and making it a beautiful city by the bay like it once was a long, long time ago. I'm just not feeling bad about the 1,700 overdoses. It's not cleaning up the city by about 1,700 bodies, 1,700 less people shitting on the streets. Very true. So if you don't like my Gatlin gun idea, maybe we give them all hot doses, and they all OD. I'm sorry. Look, look. These people are not going to find themselves. The world is not a Will Smith movie. I'm just here to tell you. Everybody wants to think the world is this fun place. Let me just tell you real quick. And it took me a long time to realize. When I realized this was when I was reaching for the knife that was stuck in my back by my best friend. That's when I finally realized, boy, this world is a shitty place. Somebody that you can know for over 20 years stabs you right in the back. You change your ideas on a lot of things. When your life is stolen from you, I could have easily ended up on the streets. I wasn't raised that way. I could have gone back to taking drugs. I could have gone back to drinking. But I knew that wasn't me. And believe me, if I would have ended up on the streets, I would have ended up dying on the streets. I would have just been another carcass out there. All these people that want to give these people a chance, why? Why? How many chances do you get? Life is not fair, people. I mean, I don't know how easier to put it. Life is what it is. It's life. Nobody owes you anything. Nobody, nobody has to give you anything. And we all walk around thinking, oh, man, we live in the greatest country in the world, which we do. And we think the government's here to take care of us. The government isn't here to take care of us. The government is here to take from us. Give them all the fentanyl coming over the Mexican border. Please, I, I, I mean, honestly... 50,000 tablets were found this week in Placer County, right by the fucking courthouse in Auburn.
that could have killed all of Northern California. He changed uh, the way he sees the world now from what people say about that show plus 40 weeks of vacation. <laughs> I mean, we have, we have judges who let people out of jail because they didn't get a good night's sleep. I have a story about this billionaire heiress who was jogging who got kidnapped. And murdered, they found her in a trash can by a guy who was supposed to still be in jail on rape charges. Now, I I don't have the story anymore. I've given it to you. That is the end result. This heiress who was out jogging, who disappeared, and nobody could find her. They found her carcass in 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 a trash can. And it was done by a guy that was supposed to still be in jail. How many more stories like this do we have to have until we as a society say enough is enough? Fuck this $0 bail bullshit. And San Francisco wants to clean up the streets without anybody going to jail. Well, the way you do that, you let them OD. Oh, pills, you said tablets. Tablets, pills, same thing. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. I, I, I think it's funny. Um, let's see. I have this. Uh, oh, you know, uh, you, you people in California who. Uh, oh, i got to let Bubba in. Hold on a sec. Where your governor has said uh, they're going to outlaw gas-powered cars in 2035 is now telling people to turn up your air conditioners to at least 78 degrees because the grid is really being tempted to, or, or being tested this week. 78-degree air conditioner. Ooh, that sounds lovely. Mm. Also, don't plug in your electric cars. Um, the power grid, by the way, in California, do you know how the power grid in California is run? This is, this is the most beautiful thing I've ever read. California has leaned heavily on natural gas this week, even as the state continues to invest in and push renewable power like solar. The man-made energy fail and the blame lies squarely with President Biden, Governor Newsom, and every other prominent of the green failure. Daniel Turner, the founder of the executive director of Energy Group, Power of the Future, said Wednesday. California is the poster child of the green movement, and the state's struggling families are paying the price. So the way they get natural gas is that dirty old fracking. Oh, fracking. Oh, that's so bad. It's so dirty. Yeah, that's what California's using to run their fucking power grid right now. Why? Because solar doesn't produce enough. Wind doesn't produce enough. I love it. I love it. There was a, the the fine folks at Audi Motors were doing a, a presentation a couple weeks at a, at a big car show. And they were showing how their their electric vehicles were there, and and like the area that they were in 
It's all using, like, you know, power that was generated by, that's right, diesel gasoline. Love it, love it, love it. You reap what you sow. Um, all right, I'll do two more real quick stories here. Uh, Melania Trump is being ridiculed, and, and wrongfully so. The L.A. Times have mocked her for feeling violated after the FBI actually did raid her panty drawer. What are they going to find in her fucking panty drawer that's of national security issues? She said she felt violated because of that. And I, I, I think a lot of women probably would feel violated because of that. But the LA Times think it's funny. They, they think it's hilarious. So let's go ahead and play the game that we all hate playing because we know what the answers would be. Can you imagine the FBI raiding o, uh, Obama's house? And rifling through all of Michelle's granny panties. And she were to come out and feel violated. You think a newspaper columnist would be able to write and ridicule her for that? No, they would be fired instantaneously. The FBI was looking for the national smell. Uh, wrong, just drop my AC down to 68. I pay for it. I'll use it however I want. Good, and rightfully so. But I saw the I saw the thing of the governor saying, just raise it to 78. That'll be lovely. I'd like to see what he keeps his house at. Same guy that said, don't go outside. Don't go to any parties. Remember, he was at the French Laundry for a 50th birthday party, and nobody was wearing masks, and nobody was socially distancing. Oh, God, I missed that phrase, social distancing. Remember that? I, I can. I, let me just say. I guarantee. That bitch's house is probably sitting at about 68 as well. His office, the same. Unbelievable. But but Melania Trump's underwear are of national security. Unbelievable. All right, last story. I'm gonna I'm gonna take do this and then we'll uh, we'll get Joe on the phone. Why can't this woman just shut the fuck up? Her name is Kathy Griffin. You remember her, the horrible quote-unquote comedian. I don't find her to be a comedian. She's not funny. Remember her? She she put the, the severed head of Donald Trump up, and she got, she got pretty much canceled for it. And she apologized. Oh, my God, I'm so sorry. She even shaved her head to give the, the, the hair to her sister for cancer research, which she did that only because of this Donald Trump thing. I will go ahead and say... I guarantee. Because she is as vain as they come with all the plastic surgery she's had. Well, she decided to tweet out, if you don't want a civil war, vote for Democrats in November. 
if you do want a civil war, vote Republican. Big mouth redhead, yes, that's her. Uh, good morning, asses. I'm home for only a few hours before I have to take Blake to surgery on his neck. Oh, that's not good. Well, hey, good vibes going out to Blake and his neck surgery. You got a, a neck rash? Like, like <laughs> you got a neck rash? Like, like bad baby said? Uh, I bet you Melania secretly has skid marks on her drawers. Uh, still have all these social distance and mask signs up on businesses here. I ignore them. New York, uh, New York City. What? New York City. They have finally ended the mandate on public transportation of wearing masks. Finally. Um, well, now you don't need to to tempt me with a good time, bitch. I'm voting Republican. Uh, positive vibes to Blake. Gang down, Jen says. Vicu says, "What next surgery is he getting?" Um. Hey, Kathy, uh, just real quick, just real quick. A civil war? Oh, I'm down. Oh, I'm, I'm definitely voting Republican now. If that's the first shot, let me just tell you real quick. Because, you see, the Republican side is the pro-Second Amendment side, and they're the side that has most of the guns. So I'm going to go ahead and feel safe there. Hell, I'll wear a shirt that says I vote a Republican everywhere I go. And now I'm singing Bad Baby. I, I, I mean, I, I, we, like, you know, if, if Blake's starting to feel down, let's see if I can find it. Do I, do I still have I still have it in here somewhere. Oh, there it is right there. Blake, this is for you. Stop wearing that fake ass jewelry, Blake. You get a neck rash. <laughs> oh, Kathy Griffin. Oh, God Almighty. God love you. You fucking idiot. If you don't want a civil war, vote Democrat. Well, I, I kind of want one. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of needing one of those. That's on my that's on my wish list. <laughs> you fucking jackass. Good God. All right. Phone number is 775-357-FANS. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. If you want to write the show like Christopher did, good email. Or like Bill, or that's not his name, terrible, stupid email. Uh, I'll listen to them all. Uh, It is ArnieRadio.com. I hear people talking bad about the way we have to live here in this country. Harping on wars, we fight and griping about the way things ought to be. And I don't mind them switching sides and standing up for things 
they believe in When they're running down my country, man They're walking on the fight inside of me Yeah, walking on the fight inside of me Running down with life I'm fighting in for if you don't love it, leave it, let this song I'm singing be a warning You running down my country, man, you walking on the fight inside me And I wonder just how long the rest of us can count on being free They love our milk and honey, but they preach about some other way of living When they're running down my country horse, they're walking on the fight inside of me Yeah, walking on the fight inside of me Running down with life, I'm fighting in a far died key. If you don't love it, leave it. Let this song I'm singing be warned. When you running down my country, man, you walking on the fighting side of me. Yeah, walking on the fighting side of me. Running down with life, I'm fighting in for that key. If you don't love it, leave it. Let this song I'm singing be warned. When you running down my country, man, you walking on the fight inside me. Knows that I'm an outlaw They'd never come to see me in this dive Where bikers stare at cowboys Who are laughing at the hippies Who are praying they'll get out of here alive Loudmouth in the corners getting to me Talking about my earrings and my hair Guess he ain't read the signs that say I've been to prison Someone ought to warn him before I knock him off his chair Cause my long hair just can't cover up my redneck I've won every fight I've ever fought And I don't need some turkey telling me that I ain't country Saying I ain't worth a damn dog Ticket that he bought Cause I can sing all them songs about Texas And I still do all the sad ones that I know They tell me I look like Merle Haggard and sound a lot like David Allen Cole And they bar me 
town that we played in Knew the words to every song I'd wrote She said, Jimmy Rabbit turned her on to my last album Just about the time the jukebox broke Yeah, Johnny Cash helped me get out of prison Long before Rodriguez stole that goat I've been the rhinestone cowboy for so long I can't remember And I can do you every song Hank Williams ever wrote And I can sing all them songs about Texas And I still do all the sad ones that I know Can't help it I look like Merle Haggard And I sound a lot Like David Allen Cole But the country DJs All think I'm an outlaw And they'd never come to see me In this dive Where bikers stare at cowboys Laughing at the hippies Who are praying they'll get out of here alive The loudmouth in the corner's getting to me Talking about my earrings and my hair Nick a Rickin' and I am But this thing's going on Make me mad down to the core I have to work like a dog To make ends meet There's crooked politicians And crime in the street And I'm madder than a hell And I ain't a gonna take it no more We tell our kids Just say no And then some panty-waist judge Let's a drug dealer go He slaps him on the wrist And he turns it back out on the town but if I had my way with people selling dope I'd take a big tall tree and a short piece of rope I'd hang them up behind a little swing till the sun goes down Well, you know what's wrong with the world today People done gone, put their Bibles away They're living by the law of the jungle, not the law of the land Well, the good book says it, so I know it's the truth You better watch where you go and remember where you've been That's the way I see it, I'm a simple man Now I'm the kind of man who wouldn't harm a mouse But if I catch somebody breaking in my house I got a 12-gauge shotgun waiting on the other side So don't go pushing me against my will I don't want to have to fight you but a darn show if you don't want trouble Then you better just pass me on by As far as I'm concerned There ain't no excuse For the raping and the killing And the child abuse I got a way to put an end To all that mess 
You just take them rascals out in the swamp or Put them on their knees and time to a stump Let the rattlers and the bugs and the alligators do the rest Well, you know what's wrong with the world today People done gone put their Bibles away They're living by the law of the jungle, not the law of the land Goddamn right. Oh, and remember where you've been. That's the way I see it. I'm a simple man. ArnieRadio.com. This is the Arnie State Show, also known as S. All right, back to the show we go. And it is that time that we call our man from northern Nevada, the one, the only, Joe Murphy. All right. Got it. Okay. It's ringing. That's good. That's a good sign. It's ringing. Hello. Hey, Joe Murphy. How the hell are you? Uh, I'm doing okay. I think I may have torn my ACL, though. Oh, no. No. How, how'd we do that? Well, you know, uh, I well, the trainer first noticed it. <laughs> he told me, you know, he said, put ice on any I mean, go see Doc. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. I, I hate to hear that you're on the shelf, buddy. Yeah, well, oh. well you know, I'm a professional sex worker. <laughs> <laughs> well, a- at least you can do that lying down. Well, it's not the kind of stuff I do. You know, I'm a, pre- uh, I'm a professional. Yeah, I-, I know. I mean, you-, you might have to tone it down a bit, you know. But, uh, uh, I mean, but see, I know, that- I know that you will play through the pain. I will. But, you know, it could take up two years, you know, heal it ACL like yeah, that. Oh, man, that's no bueno, my friend. Uh, other than yeah. the uh, ACL, how we doing, Joe? We're, you know, we're doing all right, yeah. We're, uh, we're hanging in here. Before uh, we get into all the college football, uh, we're not going to do the John Gruden story. I, I sent you something yesterday saying, I'm not going to worry about doing John Gruden shit because he's not even in the league anymore. Um, there's an interesting story online right now, and I want to know what Joe Murphy would have done. Okay? So, right. so a guy is flying home from Greece. It's a 10-hour flight. And he paid for priority seating, meaning he got either the window or the aisle. So he paid for it. But he was called an asshole by a lady after refusing to move to allow her and her family to sit together. What would you have done, Joe? Now, now if he sits in his priority seating, a family does not get to sit together? Correct. Um... Well, that's probably a long flight, too, huh? Uh, it is a 10-hour flight. Son of a biscuit. Yeah. You know, now, if it was, I'm thinking if it was, you know, a son or daughter or something, I don't know. I may have to give it up, but, uh, oh boy, that's a tough one. You know, I paid extra. You know what? Exactly. I'll give you a couple hours in there. 
Oh, I'm, I'm, you're a better man than me, Joe. Yeah, I, I'm going to tell that old broad to keep stepping. Uh-uh. No, no, no. I paid I paid for extra seat. I paid for priority seating. And you want me to move? Well, how much money you got in your wallet right now? That's what I'd say. Right. That, that's right. some bullshit right there. Yeah, that's, you know, I mean, I, I, I'd have to, I mean, take my seat, but, uh, but uh, you know, I, or or the airline's gonna come up with some money. I'm gonna oh, the airline sent me to how about Rome next year on the house, okay? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, uh, you're gonna call a guy an asshole. He paid extra for a seat just because you didn't pay extra, and y'all can't sit together. Tough titties. Said the kitty when the milk ran dry. Yeah, exacto mundo. Uh, all right, Joe. Let's talk a little bit about last weekend. In the college football world, um, okay. Last weekend, uh, what what a kickoff weekend it was! I enjoyed watching Notre Dame lose, but I enjoyed another loss even more. And you know what loss that was? That was the, that was LSU. Oh, oh! It was so delicious to watch Brian Kelly lose at LSU. And. Well, you know, they lost in the Caesars Superdome, which. <laughs> I, I, I mean, like watching that, and he had a press conference this week, and I guess somebody showed up late when the press conference started, and he decided to give them shit. And the person, the reporter goes, well, if he would have won, I would have showed up on time. Yeah. That yeah. Is- it's a press conference. You know, there was, when I was uh, in Nebraska, there was uh, this priest, and, you know, they were hard. It was like Kyle Floor, and if you would have showed up late for church on Sunday, and especially your high heels, well, I wore high heels. A lot of people didn't at the time. Right. Well, you're a sex worker. <laughs> I was a sex worker. That's right. And so you would come in, and you could hear <laughs> coming in. He would stop everything, stop everything, and just you would be you be a woman or you know wearing high heels to be humiliated because you'd stop everything, and he'd go into his spiel about. You show up. You camp out for tickets to see the Cornhuskers. You, you, right. you, you, you show up. You, 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 you show up three hours early at tailgate to make sure you got in. But on Sunday, you can't get here early. You know, it make a big deal out of it. So you had no excuse. But the, but but a press conference. You know what? I was grabbing a burger. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay, uh, uh, Charlie. Okay. It's okay, buddy. You know, just because your kicker, oh, my God, what an exciting game that was. It was. I mean, what, what, I mean, a, what an wow. incredible game. And I was ready to go. To, and I was about ready to say, you know, Florida State, if you had had Bobby Bowden, this wouldn't have happened. But then he, then he blocked that thing. Oh, well, I mean, I, and I was kind of happy myself. Although I'm not a big Florida State fan. I'm not an LSU fan. I was kind of hoping for OT. Yeah, I, I just don't look. I, I don't have a problem with LSU. I don't like Brian Kelly. Brian Kelly just rubs me the wrong way, and I've never liked him. I didn't like him when he was at Notre Dame. My dad, who was a big Irish fan, hated him. And the Irish this weekend, they couldn't beat. uh, And and I got to say, both those teams to me, Ohio State and Notre Dame, seem quite overrated this year. Yeah. Yeah, I think that both are are overrated. Uh, Ohio State, I really thought, uh, Notre Dame would keep it closer. I really did, but uh, you you had that one right. Uh, and then 
um, boy, the team that uh, Tennessee they look they look good. Uh, I know you hate that state. Yeah, I, I missed that pick. I did nail one big pick though last weekend, and that was, was that was the Utah Utes going down to Florida and Florida winning. You don't win in the swamp. You don't I, yeah, win that in was, the swamp. It's, it's tough to win in the swamp. It's tough to win in the swamp. Yeah, that was a. That was a uh, that was a good place. I, I like Utah to keep it. You know, that was that was odd. Utah being favored. Yeah. That was what I really thought was odd. But uh, uh, that could have been Murphy's home dog dime play of the week. Yeah, that was definitely it. Uh, are you ready to jump? Well, my Longhorns look. They played against a shitty team. They covered. Okay. Well, we'll talk more about the Longhorns. I can't judge the Longhorns last week or this week. Because this week, let's just get to the damn game. Let's get it out of the way. I, I, I got to peel this Band-Aid quick. The University of Texas right. is at home this Saturday, tomorrow. Right, yeah. Friday, Saturday, sorry. Uh, 11 o'clock on Fox, my time, 9 o'clock, your time. 1-0 taking on the 1-0 uh, Alabama Crimson Tide. Alabama is a 20-point favorite. Why, well, No. Boy, I, this is what they call a trap game because this thing could uh, could Texas keep it close? Could Texas win this thing? I mean, this is going to be really this this will set the tone for the Texas season. See, but, it, but but does it? I mean, with fifty seven underclassmen who are who are playing under scholarship against Alabama. Bryce Young had five carries for a hundred yards last week in the first half. I mean, a returning Heisman Trophy quarterback going up against a, a guy who hasn't played in three years and kind of showed some rust last week. But I, I still like Quinn Ewers, even though he got his truck po- fucking towed after the game. Moron. Uh, man, okay, oh man. so the coach got his tr- a truck towed. The, the quarterback. The quarterback did, yeah. Quarterback, the quarterback yeah. did, yeah. Sorry, buddy. I, I went to grab beer and I parked in the wrong spot. <laughs> I apologize, buddy. Um, uh, Warburg says, well, look at there. I'm just home in time. He says those two words that go along with Alabama that we don't say on this show unless they're playing A&M or Tennessee. Um, look, I, 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 of course, I'm going to pick my Longhorns. I, I, I have to. I have to pick yeah, my Longhorns. Uh, the, the Shock the Nation tour starts this week. If I only believe that, I I, I think that, that, that moral victories are like tongue-kissing your aunt. They're gross. If the Longhorns <laughs> somehow keep this within 10 points at the end of the game, it's a moral victory. But, uh, I look, I'll pick the Horns, of course. I'm not looking forward to it, though. Okay. If your aunt is Jennifer Aniston, you go for it, son. Okay? <laughs> okay. All right. Other than that, um, you know what? I think I, I hate to say this, but I, I think Bama's going to roll. Yeah, uh, unfortunately. I, I, I really hate to say it. I, you know, it's, it. And you're not even playing in a neutral site. You're going to play this thing at, at Texas, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we and their band can't come. Texas didn't allot enough tickets for the uh, – the the, the the band for Alabama. So Alabama fans are pissed. And I know that next year, Warbird next year, I think you and I should go to this game. I will go to Tuscaloosa to go to this game next year. Okay. That, you know, that, 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 that band doesn't need to go anywhere. Okay. 
Keep them at home. Yeah, because honestly, we have the show band of the Southwest performing at halftime anyway. The greatest band in the band, the Longhorn Band. The Longhorn Band. I mean, why? why, Who needs anything else? I I, I mean, I'd rather I'd rather they canceled Michael Jackson once because the Longhorn Band showed up. (laughs) All right, uh, (laughs) all right. Let's get some other games here. This is an interesting game. Uh, Saturday night at Lavelle Edwards Stadium in the lovely Provo, Utah. The Baptists are taking on the Mormons. Number Uh-oh. nine, Baylor, taking on number 21, BYU. BYU is a three-point favorite. Now, B- Baylor at BYU. What? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I like Baylor in this um, because um, these are Mormons. Okay, now they don't like Baptists. No, they, no, they don't, and vice versa. But because Baylor, Baylor are all these are black Christians, okay, and uh, Mormons they're literally white Christians. Now, well, they have their own book. That's a whole other story, yeah. okay. Some weird so, and gold plates and special, yeah, uh, and special uh, underwear. Yeah, we have weird underwear and, and bad places to go for food under the house. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I don't now and I hate to and I hate to say this because I you know, I know Mormons are fine people, okay? They can be really nice people, but you can't use another book besides the Bible. Okay, no. I'm sorry. You don't okay? add on to the Bible. You don't add on to the Bible. You just go with that. That book was good enough. Okay. He 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 wasn't in upstate New York visiting, okay? <laughs> I apologize, people, but he's from Nazareth. I don't know. He's got a little color to him. Okay. Now, listen to me. <laughs> Have you seen people from Bethlehem, the Nazareth, Bethlehem area? Yeah. They got, a little, they got a little suntan going. Okay. Other than that, I, I like the Banner Bears to cover if not win this game outright. Okay. Uh, I can go with that. I, I hate Baylor, but I, 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 I think they're a better team than BYU. I'm just going to take it. Um, Boy, were you surprised last week? We're not going to pick this game, but were you surprised that Oregon got so shellacked last week by fucking Georgia? Who was that they got shellacked by again? Um, um, Georgia. Yeah, Georgia. I couldn't believe that, really. I really couldn't. I thought, you know, you got Nike back in those guys. I mean, they're fast. Oregon's usually really fast. Uh, they usually they end up like number nine in the country every year or something like that, you know, or, or better. Uh, I, I could not believe that they just got toasted, but you know, that SEC is just getting stronger and stronger. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm looking at, okay, here we go. We got a good SEC matchup then Saturday night at Ben Griffin stadium, the swamp again, number 20, Kentucky coming down to the swamp to take on number 12, Florida, Florida's a six point favorite. Boy, I tell you what, Kentucky, I think beat them last year. Um, I don't like the laying of the points. Uh, I think I think uh, Florida wins this one by a field goal. Um, Florida impressed me last week by staying in that game and beating Utah, a ranked Utah team. I don't like Florida. I don't like anything about it. I I, I don't. I the only team that I would even follow from Florida is Florida State, and that was because of the late Bobby Bowden. I hate the University of Miami. Florida just reminds me of Steve Spurrier all the time. Oh, I, I I'm going. I'm going with the cats. I'm going to go with the Wildcats from Kentucky. Okay, okay. I like it to win outright, 
Not to just cover, but to win outright. Uh, let's see. Oh, the University of Nevada is playing this weekend. They're at home against Incarnate World. Now, now Incarnate Word. Word. I'm sorry, Word. Incarnate Word. No, that is the large. That is the biggest. Now, this is it's, this is at Mackey Stadium. Uh-huh. Well, like there's another stadium in Reno. Um, you know, Incarnate Word is the largest Catholic school in the state of Texas. I did not know that. Yep. Yep. A little tidbit for all of you out there. Thank you. Uh, Incarnate Word. <coughs> excuse me. Incarnate Word has to play on the road. I've never, I thought for a minute, I should swear it says, it says Nevada versus Incarnate Word and this thing here in, in town. And I thought, are they all really on the road? I thought, you no one has ever, I've never seen anyone ever visit Incarnate Word. They've always had to show up somewhere else. So I, I, I'm glad to know that, that they're coming here. Um, there is no, I don't think there's a spread on this game because. No, no there's not. I, I don't have one in front of me. Yeah, because when when a division when they play at FCS school, which is Incarnate Word is barely that, uh, they don't put a spread on the game. Nevada should roll in this thing. I mean, did, oh, did you love? Did you get to see? Did you get to see the fine? Um, um, oh boy! And, and and I think of his name the whole. Thing, as soon as I want to talk to you about it, uh, last year's uh, Nevada coach, uh, the guy. That oh, Jay. Uh, Jay. Uh, Norvell. Norvell. Did you see Jay Norvell? No, I did not see Jay Norvell. He was the, it was the, yes, the very first game of the year, if you had to watch over the air TV, was uh, on Channel 8. It was, the, I mean, it was Channel 8 or Colorado State versus, uh, who did they play? It was, it was the ABC game. Oh, boy. And I, and I, I should have my thing in front of me, but I don't. I just got pummeled by a. a, a and I, I love to see every minute of it. That they were trying to talk. This is why Jay Norvell brought over a bunch of Nevada players with him. In fact, his starting quarterback at Colorado State was a, a transfer from Nevada who had thrown three passes at Nevada. And it didn't help him out, buddy. Bringing people over from Nevada, uh, uh, I can't remember. Oh, they played I think Michigan. Play yeah, playing Michigan. Yeah, yeah, right. He played Michigan. They played and Michigan at pummeled. Michigan. Of course you're gonna lose. They lost fifty-one to seven. I know. I watched that game and I kept they kept they kept talking about the players he brought over from Nevada. And I was like, This isn't Nevada, buddy. This is Michigan, the Jay. Sorry, buddy. But Oh man. Yeah. What an ass whooping. Uh how about this? Is Arkansas for real? They're gonna be at home this week at Razorback Stadium in gorgeous Fayetteville, Arkansas, taking on South Carolina. And they're an eight-point favorite. I love Arkansas on this. I think they can still play. I, I think they're a decent ball club. I think they're. Uh, they, I, I think they're top twenty-five material. They're, That's they're, all I'm gonna say. Top twenty-five. They're number sixteen. They, I, look, I think maybe not this year. Maybe next year they could be one of these teams that that could actually challenge for the SEC. But I know that's saying a lot. I mean, there, there's Alabama, and then there's the rest. I mean, you look at the SEC. Everybody says, oh, the SEC is such a great conference. They're a great conference because they have Alabama. LSU ain't going to be worth the shit this year. Vanderbilt's never worth the shit. Tennessee is going to come out and promise the world and not deliver. Florida, who knows? I mean, you look at that conference and you go, well, I'm not sure how good it is. At least I do. They're not as good top to bottom as people think they are. I know what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, let's see. And you know what? We'll end the college picks, Joe, with, with, with your alma mater. You love them. You need them to win. Memorial Stadium in Lincoln, Nebraska. The one-and-one Nebraska Cornhuskers taking on Georgia Southern. Nebraska is a 23-and-a-half point favorite. Oh, man, we don't. We couldn't give 23-and-a-half to anybody. But uh, uh, we'll win that game by 14. I'm not going to. I wouldn't take us. I don't take us to cover. But but, uh, we should win that game. We should win by at least two touchdowns. Please, come on. Can we just. Can we show that we belong in Division I football? I mean, really. Really, I you know what I'm gonna I, I'm gonna show you some love. I'm taking the Huskers and the points. I, I, I'm gonna lay it. I just saw a point spread here. We're not no need to talk about this game. It's in Michigan. Hawaii is playing at Michigan. Michigan is a fifty-one and a half point favorite. You know when they do that like that. I mean, obviously Hawaii got pounded. Uh, I believe was it, were they at home? I can't remember the first game. Yes. Yeah. Then, oh yeah, against Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt wins. Yeah. There. We talked about it. Vanderbilt yeah, put and six on them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's something going on. Like they know about something. There's like a, there's some recruiting scandal. People are sitting. There's something going on when. Vanderbilt goes in there and pounds your pussy, and then and then and then Michigan now is coming into town because Michigan has already got drinks with umbrellas in them, and they're already just relaxing there, and they're still a fifty-one point favorite. But they're so, at home. Michigan's at home. Oh, then forget it. Yeah, no, it's fifty-one point favorite. Yeah, yeah. There, I mean, it's still there's something going on. Hawaii would never do. You know, remember when that Jimmy Chang was their quarterback or yeah. something, and he would throw for a bazillion yards. Yeah, and, and at least Hawaii would come in and they'd score on you a few times. But there's something going on where they just got nothing this year because you know just to get fifty. I mean, to, to get fifty-one points to lose at home against Vanderbilt. I mean, what the heck? I mean, who's who, who's 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 our favorite uh, newscaster? We can't stand who's a Vanderbilt. Uh, what Jay? Uh, the only guy I know from Vanderbilt is Jay Cutler. No, this is a newscaster. He's uh, on sixty minutes. He's he's related to the Vanderbilt. Oh, oh, you mean? Oh, you mean? Uh, oh, goddamn it! Uh, oh, I, I, goddamn it! Yeah, Corey Vanderbilt's son. It's fucking uh, a- Anderson Cooper. Anderson Cooper. Hello, everybody. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, he's bag. a Vanderbilt, but you know that's the only that's the only bad point. <laughs> it's uh, is it Anderson Cooper is a is a Vanderbilt. Um, but for them to go in there and beat him by fifty one, and then I, I mean beat him by whatever they did, and then to be a fifty one point underdog on the road, you know, no matter what, Hawaii used to be able to score. They had some they they always threw for about four hundred yards, and uh, yeah. even if they got you know clobbered by thirty. But they always were able to score. And it just seems like now there's got to be something going on in Hawaii. And I think they should send me over there to check it out. I, I agree. I, I think you should be on the first plane. And Thank you should you. get priority seating and tell anybody to fuck off who tries to get your seats. And of investigation. Joe Murphy. Okay. Uh, all right. Time for the NFL. NFL season kicks off tonight. Tonight on NBC. Oh, we that's have right. The Buffalo Bills on the road. This is a great game. I mean, this is an awesome game. The Bills on the road against the Rams. It's at SoFi Stadium defending Super Bowl champs. And Buffalo is a a two-and-a-half-point favorite. 
Who's that? SoFi. I love the Rams. Really? Love now, the Rams. Now, you and I are picking games straight up, no points. Uh, okay. I, I, I'm giving the point spreads just to let people know. Okay. Uh, uh, that, that, you know, what, what it is. But okay. straight oh, up. So we're, this, we're on. This is on right now. Yeah, huh? oh, it's on. And I'm, I'm writing down our picks, and we'll go over okay. these. Next I'm going to put on my big boy pants right now. Actually, can I put on gay pants? Conchita, well, will you grab me a pair of pants, please? Well, you're a sex worker. I don't expect you to have pants on. Well, hell, I wear oils and things like that. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Conchita, can I get a pair of pants? Girl, put something on. You're, this is ridiculous. Okay. All right. So I, I am going to go ahead and take the Bills in this game. I, I, I like their quarterback. I like the Bills Mafia. I believe in them. Well, we might as well start off with uh, winner with uh, 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 me, me, me versus you right off the bat. I'm taking the Rams. Okay, the L.A. Rams. You believe that 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 Jay Cut or not Jay Cutler? I'm sorry, uh, Matthew Stafford's got it in him again to win another big game. Yeah, I know he does. We talked. Yeah, he's got it in. <laughs> okay. he, he, we, he comes to the sex club where I'm a sex worker at. <laughs> All right. Uh, next game on Sunday will be the New Orleans Saints on the road against the Atlanta Falcons. The Saints are a five-and-a-half-point favorite. Saints win that ballgame. Um, you know what? I'm, gonna, I'm going to go with you on that due to the fact I think the Falcons have got – I don't know what the Saints have. Like, uh, is, is Jameis Winston still their quarterback? It, it, like, like I, I, I don't know, uh, but I just don't believe ever in the Falcons. Never, never. I just ever. never have, never have, especially when, uh, when uh, they it was the Saints with the Falcons quarterback, um, who was the biggest jerk the last time I was up at the Celebrity Golf Classic in Tahoe, you know, getting autographs. Matt and, Ryan. And everybody, I was, huh? Matty Ice, Matt Ryan. No, before him, uh, Matt. Uh, Oh, Kristen, no, what was his name? Uh, I can't remember his name. Okay. God dang it. Um, just the biggest jerk. He was the, he was the same, he was the Saints quarterback a few years ago. And I can't uh it's probably more than a few years ago. Bobby Abear? No, no, no. Not the no, not the Saints, the, the Falcons quarterback. The Falcons, Falcons quarterback. Billy Joe Tolliver. No, it was before it was before Billy Joe, I think. Steve Bartkowski. No, it was after. I mean, it, was, it must have been after. Dang it. <laughs> you need to stop with the name. Chris Chandler. Chris Chandler. There, there you go. go. Thank you, Chris Cole. Chandler, the biggest jerk in the world. I mean, guys like Emmett Smith are talking with me. I was up there on a press, had my press pass, was doing stuff. Uh, and uh, Emmett Smith, the star. John Elway of all, they were taking time out to chat with the Merv. And, and then uh, Chris Chandler, like, what, were you, what do you need, buddy? You know, like, oh, I'm sorry. What did you, what are you, a three-game winner? I'm sorry to talk to you, buddy. Didn't mean to wreck your game. Why don't you go hang out with Maury Povich, another asshole? Okay. <laughs> well, because you are not the father. That's why. Uh, next game we got up. We've got the San Francisco 49ers. On the road against Chris Payne's favorite team, why I don't know, the Chicago Bears. <laughs> the Niners are a seven-point favorite. I like the Niners on the road. Yeah, the Niners win that game. Uh, the Niners win for a couple reasons. Number one, 
Kyle Shanahan is a former Longhorn, so I got love for their head coach, but I hate the rest of the team. They're starting their new quarterback. The kid from North Dakota State, I believe, is starting. We'll see. But the Chicago Bears are dog shit. They are literal dog shit. I know. And Chris Payne always picks a front runner. I mean, he's a front runner. He always picks. But uh, but the Bears? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I can't believe he's a Bears fan. Well, we'll see. Uh, the Bears, you know, they're another team. Like They remind me of, like say, like the Falcons. They just never can get it done. No. No, you just don't believe in them. You just look at them yeah. and go, eh. All right. Yeah. Joe, this is your team. You're you're a big Steelers guy. The Steelers are on the road. And what, Mitch Trubisky is your quarterback now? I don't know how he got the job. And they are taking on the Cincinnati Bengals and Joe Burrow. I like me some Joe Burrow. Oh, uh, well, you know I'm taking the Steelers. I got to. Yeah, the, the I'm going to I'm gonna have to call Chuck Noll this week and see what's going on there. <laughs> Uh, the Bengals are a six and a half point favorite at home. Um, I like the I like the Steelers covering. Hopefully, you can get seven points, but I'm going to take the Steelers to win that game. Okay. Uh, like I, I said, I'll talk. To, I'll talk to Coach Noel this week. Okay. I, I do believe that the AFC Championship game I'm picturing in my head is going to be a repeat: the Bills and the uh, Bengals. I, I I think that I I think those are the two best teams in the AFC. But okay. That's just me. Boy, in a game where if you have laundry to do, I would say go do this laundry. The Eagles are on the road and a four-point favorite against. And why HBO decided to go with the Lions this year for hard knocks is still puzzling to me. But the Eagles and the Lions. Ugh. Is this game in Detroit? Uh, yes, it is. And don't forget, Mark Wahlberg will be trying out for the Eagles during this game. <laughs> so that's what's going to make it interesting. Um, who are you taking? Uh, I'm going to take the Lions. Really? You're taking the yeah. Lions at home? Uh, why not? they got to have something pop for them one of these days. Look, I hate the Philadelphia Eagles with every fiber of my being because I'm a Cowboys fan. But since we're having a competition, Joe, I have to take the Eagles in this game. Okay. I will pick someone out of pure hate at some point in this. I promise. All right. Uh, next one up, we got the Patriots are on the road against the Miami Dolphins, and the Dolphins are a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Well, yeah, that, okay, the Patriots. Now, uh, back, boy, that's really weird because when was the last time something like, when was the last time the Patriots were even an underdog? I mean, when when, when uh, the Golden Boy was on the team. But uh, right now, all I'm worried about is getting my things moved down to Tampa Bay because the kids need me because Giselle moved out. So I'm helping Tom with the kids. Well, he, no longer, he, he no longer plays for the Patriots, Joe. I know. I I I said I'm I'm going down to Tampa. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, we're not we're not picking the Tampa game. We're picking. The- I know, but I'm. Oh, 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 yeah. We'll be back with Tom. Oh, yeah. He's not on the team anymore. Yeah, that's right. right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Sometimes me and Giselle get upset. We get confused. That's why Giselle left. She went up to went up to uh, to uh, Foxborough. Uh, okay, so we got that. We're on the road. The the the. The Patriots, yeah, they're, 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 what, you say six and a half point underdogs? Uh, three and a half point underdogs. Three and a half point underdogs on the road. 
Where are we playing again? It's in Miami. Yeah, well, I knew that. Why didn't we just? <laughs> they're on the road in Miami. I know they they're are. That beautiful the, Hard Rock. Is it Hard Rock Stadium? Yes, yes, the Hard Rock Stadium in Miami right. that Tom Brady has never even been to. I know it's upsetting all of us. Um, I, I like, I do like the Dolphins. You like? The I Dolphins. do like the Dolphins. Okay, all right. I, I like the Patriots. I, I just think there's. I, I understand that Miami might be an up and coming team, but I, 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 I'm not buying them yet. I'm not buying. You know them what yet. happened? You know what happened right there? It's, I was just, I, I was looking at the TV really quick, and I was they were showing Kate Middleton, and I was thinking, I wonder, I was gonna ask Arnie, who would you rate a bag, Kate Middleton? Or or uh, Markle, Meghan Markle. <laughs> oh, I, 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 I got to tell you, Meghan Markle, because that's a magic pussy. When she can Whoa. make somebody, when she can make somebody leave the royal family, she's gonna be way better at it. But she doesn't give it up that much to old Prince Ginger. Yeah, yeah. Kate seems a little. She seems a little stiff. But that's why I lost track of everything. I looked at that and I thought, why am I gonna ask him this question in the middle of of the football pitch? But I was but, thinking to myself, who would you rather been? Because I think I, I don't know. I give Kate a shot. I think she's got something up there. I think she's good. You know, she's a looker. Well, and you are a professional sex worker, so I understand thank why. You. Once again, you. thank you. All right, let's return. All right, back to the football we go, where the Baltimore Ravens are on the road against the hapless New York Jets. J-E-T-S, suck, suck, suck. Baltimore is a seven-point favorite. I'm taking the Jets. Wow. Holy shit. Isn't their quarterback hurt? <laughs> that could see action. All right. I am going to take this easy win uh, this week. I will be taking the Baltimore Ravens in that game. Uh, Remember, Ray Lewis isn't playing. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but the uh, quarterback is. Uh, oh, no, oh, God damn it. Here's a dog of a fucking game here. Oof. Oof. This is the abortion bowl here. The Jaguars are on the road against the Washington Commandos. Oh, God. Washington is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. How bad is that that you're only a two-and-a-half-point favorite over fucking the Jaguars? Who win this ballgame? You know what? I'm with you. Go Jags. Yeah, I, I like it. Let's jag off. Come on now, Jags. Yeah. And thank God that every NFL game is on TV, or you wouldn't even be on local television, okay? <laughs> no, no, you wouldn't. Speaking of another dog of a game, there's some good games, and then there's some shit ones like this one. But this one's going to be interesting to watch. The Cleveland Browns are on the road without their starting quarterback, taking on the Carolina Panthers. The Panthers are only a point-and-a-half favorite with Baker Mayfield, the former quarterback of the Browns, who said, quote, I'm going to fuck him up. All right, I'm going with you, Pete. I got you. I'm taking, I'm taking the uh, uh, I'm taking the Panthers. You're taking the Panthers? Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, I, I, I'm going this week, even though I hate Baker Mayfield. Uh, they did him dirty, and he's going to win this game big. <clears throat> this would be my lock of the week here on point spread. It's only a point and a half. Oh, they're giving money away. Uh, how about the Colts and the Texans? Games in Houston at NRG Stadium, and the Colts are a seven-point favorite. Well, are the Texans going to be as stinky as they were last year? Probably even worse. Okay, then. 
you know what? I'm taking the Texans at home. Are you really? Wow. Yep. Okay. All right. Fair enough. I figured you'd be smart and take the Colts, but uh, no. how, how about the I New think. York football giants? You remember I'm a sex worker. I take risks. I know. I know you do. How's the you know, I had, no. I had a protective sex with a Haitian refugee, for God's sake. <laughs> How's the monkey pox? Is it clearing up? <laughs> it's finally clearing up. Well, I'll tell you what. That is a bitch. That's stuff. You, know, you get those with hemorrhoids. I'll tell you what, sister. <laughs> You're staying home for a couple of days. All right. Uh, the New York Giants are on the road against the Tennessee Titans. Tennessee is a five-and-a-half-point favorite. I like the Giants to cover and to win that ballgame. Okay, you like the Giants in that one. Uh, they're in my division. I hate the Giants. I hate the state of Tennessee, and the rule on this show is I can never pick a team from Tennessee, so I, too, am taking the Giants in that game. Wow. Now we're going to see a battle of NFC North superiority. We have the Green Bay Packers traveling all the way to Minneapolis, Minnesota, to take on the new-look Minnesota Vikings offensive coach now, Kirk Cousins. Here's your coming-out party. I like the Vikings in this. I mean, you can basically throw a rock from Green Bay to uh, Minnesota. Now, you know that's the Twin Cities now. Yes. You know, either you got St. Paul and Minnesota. Now, see if you can guess which one the Catholics settle in. Uh, probably Minnesota, Minneapolis, I would guess. No, St. Paul, but whatever. <laughs> okay. Get back. Nice update, kid. Way to be on it. Okay. Uh, I love the Vikings in this. Okay. I like the Packers. I, I, I think Aaron Rodgers goes out big this year. I love that kid. He's a good kid. He's got to drop the man bun, but other than that, yeah. I love that kid. Amen to that. All right. How about this is actually not a half bad game coming up right here. Uh, Sunday afternoon, the Kansas City Chiefs on the road. At State Farm Stadium in Glendale, Arizona, taking on the Arizona Cardinals. The Chiefs are a six-point favorite. Watch the Cardinals shock the world. Whoa. Whoa. Man, oh, man. You're, you're taking the Cardinals in this one, huh? Is that, is that my boy, Kyler? Yeah, that, that would be your boy, Kyler. I'm going with him. Uh, Everybody's knocking that little kid. And I'll tell you what. He can play ball, and you're going to find out in week one. Um, I hate I hate Kyler Murray. He went. I know University you do. I know you do. And and look, I do not like uh, what's his name, the quarterback for the Chiefs. I really don't. Uh, Mahomes. Mahomes. I don't like yeah. his brother either. But I'm taking the Chiefs in this game. Okay. Um, uh, close to you, the the Las Vegas Raiders, which is very hard for me to say, um, taking on. The San Diego Chargers on the road at SoFi. The Chargers are a three-point favorite. Well, I like the Raiders, and here's and here's you know they got to change that over from the Rams to they got one day because is that a Monday night game? No, 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 no. The 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 Rams play tonight, so they've got. Oh, they've got a couple of days, right? Down. Okay, get that thing uh, switched over. Um. Yeah, I I, I got to go with the Raiders. You know that Nevada's got a, a pro football team now, and I've got to stick by them. Now, usually I would take the Raiders in this, but I just I I, I have this gut feeling that the Chargers are going to win this. I think this is going to be 
we win at your place, uh, or we win at our place, you win at your place. That's the way I think this is going to go. So I, I'm I'm taking the Chargers at home in that one. Okay. Okay. Sun, okay. Sunday night football in Arlington, Texas, a mere 31 miles from my front door. Tom okay. Brady hold, will hold, be. Hold hold on one second. Hold on one second. Conchita, does that look like does that look like a wart or a pimple to you? But <laughs> okay. Okay. All right, we're back. Okay, go ahead. Just get a bandaid, please. Thank you. All right, we're um, back. All right. Um. The, the Tom Brady-led Tampa Bay Buccaneers, even though there's trouble in paradise with Giselle, he missed some of camp, come to Dallas to take on my beloved, my childhood, my, 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 the team that I love and live and die for, the Dallas Cowboys. Tampa Bay's a two-and-a-half-point favorite. At, at AT&T? Yeah. Huh. Well, the thing that hurts you guys is, is, is your whole team. No, the thing, the, team, the thing hurting you guys is that quarterback. Here. I'm not a huge fan. Yeah, I, I'm not the world's biggest uh, Dak fan as well. Dak. I, I, I don't think he's the answer. Would you rather be Dak Prescott or or Dak, uh, the one married Christian Bell? <laughs> What's the oh, name? Dak, Dak Shepard. Dak Shepard. Oh, yeah, I, Dak- I, would, I would rather be him because he spells his name with an X. Dak is Dak says, yeah, Dak seems a K, right? Yeah, I mean that's that, that's kind of on the queefy side. But come I'll, on, Dak, no wonder you can't get it both done. You're not plural like a Dax. Exactly. Okay. All Who right, I'm going with that. Uh, I'm gonna take the Cowboys in this one, though. Oh my! Wow. Well, it's time for my pick, and I'll just let Jimmy Johnson make my pick. How oh no! Yeah. Yes. Yes. How about them Cowboys? Oh, Jesus. If I hear that moron, it's one of my favorites. You know, we always had such great success. The Cornhuskers did against Jimmy Johnson. Oh. <laughs> All right, last game is the Monday night game. Uh, we see Russell Wilson lead the Denver Broncos to his old home in Seattle to take on the Sea Chickens. Denver is a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Well, the, the, the Seattle covers, but I like Denver to win that game. Denver wins that game, and here's why. Yeah, well, him and Ciara are, whatever, are, are, are cursed because they went and got to get their purebred dog, couldn't go down to the town and get a dog that's struggling. If a dog that needs a family, a dog that's He's down on his luck. He's looking for a home. Oh, no. Let's go spend some money. Get one of these risky dogs. Well, the hell with you. You're going down. So, so wait, wait, wait. You're taking Seattle? No, I'm taking I'm taking Denver. Well, you just you 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 just. Oh, oh that's right. He's a he's a he's a he's a he's a. Yeah, oh yeah, he's a, a Bronco now. Yeah, no, then I got Seattle. That's right. I forgot he was a Bronco. Yeah, no, I got to take Seattle. I got the first game of the year for sure. I got to go anti. I got to go anti. Uh, uh, Zach uh, or, uh, Russell. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Russell uh, Wilson. I got to go anti Russell Wilson because I don't I I don't believe there is. It's, you know, just like uh, you know, just like if you're, you know, let's say there's two two guys that the two people from the same sex, two men, and they want a petri dish uh, uh, surrogate mom, where they want a kid with brown hair, blue eyes, or whatever, and they're paying forty grand to some lady to to have the kid for them. Go adopt some kid, you rotten bum. You want to be a, you want to be a hero? Go adopt. Same with uh, same with Russell and his, and his dog. Go get down. Go get some kid that's on his way out. 
<laughs> oh, okay. Joe, you were on fire, my friend. Thank you so very much. Great job as usual. I, I have the picks. We have locked them up next week. We will go over the record. I, I will do the record. I'll send you a text this week letting you know how you did. Uh, I appreciate we, it. We will keep track of the NFL this season. Lake Tahoe, Joe, you got anything else to add? No, no. I, uh, well, I'll tell you what, I rested up. I was ready to rock and roll uh, today. And then about 7 o'clock, I took a quick cat nap, and it turned into game time when it was over. I, I, I understand. <laughs> so I was I was ready to rock, and I, I just took a little cat nap. And you know how sometimes, all of a sudden, those are the times you go into some deep sleep. I hear Has that ever happened to you? Has that ever happened to you? Oh, you all go the to... time. All the time. Yeah. So I, I appreciate it, though. But, yeah, I had a lot of fun, and I can't wait till next week. Don't get too upset when I'm really leading this, this competition. Okay, Joe. I appreciate that, buddy. It, and remember, Russell Wilson is now the Denver quarterback. The Denver quarterback. Yeah. Right. I yeah. Excuse me for not knowing all the trades. <laughs> you know, I know about I, I'm, a, I'm a volunteering at the Humane Society. That's all I care about, okay? <laughs> all right. Thanks, Joe. Joe, uh, Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy, everybody. Uh, Joe on fire, as always. Christian says, got to love that Tahoe Joe Murphy. Hey, Joe, sorry about that ACL. Give my warmest regards to Fred Garvin. <laughs> oh, Conchita is fucking running him ragged. Braddy Kid just sent me this story about Tom Brady before I go to break here. Um, the the Tom Brady thing with Giselle is she's pissed that he unretired. Said he was going to retire, and he's like, no, I'm going to go back. They're not even living together. I need to go to this game just to start chirping at Tom Brady. That's all I need to do is just go there and go, hey, Giselle's living with me. Could you tell her to pick up her fucking panties every now and then? Oh, my gosh. All right. 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Kings from Queens, from Queens come Kings. We're raising hell like a class when the lunch bell rings. The king will be praised and I will be raised. This is something try to phase him, but he won't be phased. So what's your name? DMC, the king is me. Your hotness or his majesty. Now you can debate, you can concentrate, but you can't imitate DMC the great. This is all devil cause it happens in hell. On a very high level, basic trouble show. Yo, hey. in the heavens are the sound supreme. So clear to the ear, it is sometimes seen. So loud like a cloud.
bless you My mighty mind control already brought his soul The rock king is so bold when he rocks and roll A black cat is my crown, symbolizing the sound strength of street knowledge. Straight out of Compton, crazy motherfucker named Ice Cube. 
What's up? Tell them where you from. Straight out of Compton. Another crazy ass nigga. My punks I smoke, yo, my rep gets bigger. I'm a bad motherfucker and you know this. But the pussy ass niggas won't show this. But I don't give a fuck, I'ma make my snaps. If not from the records, from jacking a crap, it's like burglary. The definition is jacking. But when illegally armed, it's gonna pack it. Shoot a motherfucker in a minute. I find a good piece of pussy and go up in it. So if you're at a show in the front row, I'ma call you a bitch or a dirty ass hoe. You probably get mad like a bitch is supposed to. But that shows me slut junk and post to a crazy motherfucker from the street. Attitude legit, cause I'm tearing up shit. Empty rent controls are automatic. For any dumb motherfucker, it starts static. Not a right hand, cause I'm a hand itself. Every time I pull an AK off the shelf, the security is maximum, and that's a law. REN spells red, but I'm wrong. See, cause I'm the motherfucking villain. The definition is clear, you're the witness of a killing that's taking place without a clue. And once you're on the scope, your ass is through. Look, you might take it as a trip, but a nigga like Ren is on the gangster tip straight out of Compton. Compton. Name and the boys coming straight out of Compton. It's a brother that'll smother your mother and make your sister think I love her. Dangerous motherfucker raising hell. And if I ever get caught, I make bail. See, I don't give a fuck. That's the problem. I see a motherfucking cop, I don't dodge him. But I'm smart, lay low, free for a while. And when I see the punk pass, I smile. To me, it's kind of funny. The attitude show a nigga driving, but don't know where the fuck he going, just rolling. Looking for the one they call easy. But here's a flash.
democracy Yeah, I got more records in the KGB So, uh, no funny business Are you already watch that and realize how goddamn spoiled they are and how much wealthier we are than the rest of the world. It shows how to survive and how to hard work can produce prosperity. But no, they'll probably say how awful it is and how we should all be coddled fucktards. Uh, agreed. Uh, Christopher says, hey, fam, did I ever tell you about the time that I saw the ghost of Eazy-E hanging out on a street corner near my neighborhood? I looked at him for several seconds. Reached for my phone, looked back, and he was gone. I still think about that all the time, but all possible ghosts to see. Why easy E? Uh, I, I, I'm not sure. Very, very strange. Very strange indeed, Christopher. Uh, back to the show we go. Now, I had this story. We were going to do it with Joe, but, you know, Joe is a sex worker, and I don't want him to, you know, ruin any clientele. But the National Organization of Women has come out and said that that John Gruden should be banned for life. This is on the heels of when former wide receiver Andre Risen says that John Gruden deserves another shot. National organization says, no, we are going to burn our bras for this one. Um, due to the fact that in private emails... He had horrible things to say about women. Once again, in an investigation that was going on with the Washington Commandos. I know they're the commanders, but I will call them the commandos because they're all just junkless, fruitless people. So the national organization, or now, has come out and said, if they hire John Gruden in any capacity in the NFL... It'll just prove once again the NFL values misogyny, homophobia, and racism. <sighs> well, they are private email. I, I, this is the. I still don't understand what John Gruden did wrong. 
Like, I, honestly. Like, if you saw some of the emails or texts that go back and forth with me and some of my friends, would I be canceled? Well, I, I would probably be, but I wouldn't care. See, John Gruden has to care because he's an NFL coach, and he's a great NFL coach. I, I, I hate this story. I've hated this story since it started. That John Gruden has been the scapegoat of Roger Goodell and Daniel Snyder. I've started to think about this. Now, let me read what Ogre says. Now is proof that women really do get upset when the stovetop's working properly or the fabric store runs out of their favorite thread gauge. Why do they always have to link all those isms together? What if I like black people but hate women? (laughs) Are you guys starting to to smell something kind of odd and fishy? No, it's not Joe Murphy, even though he does smell that way. Um, Daniel Snyder, the owner of the Redskins. There's an investigation going into the misogyny and how they treated the fucking cheerleaders there. They would pimp them out and use them as escorts sometimes. Yet nothing has happened to him. I think that he changed the name. This this is a, a crazy, wild, super-duper insane um, conspiracy theory that I have right now, so please uh, bear with me during it. He changed the name of the Redskins. He said he would never, ever do that. He did that. I think he did that to appease the NFL to get them to stop looking his direction. I think, honestly, that he has some dirt on Roger Goodell. If you want to ask my, my I, I, I truly do believe that he has dirt on Roger Goodell, and this is why nothing, and I mean nothing short of changing a stupid nickname, that, by the way, nobody really wanted, just a bunch of guilty white people wanted. I think Daniel Snyder has something on Roger Goodell. I mean, I mean, otherwise, they've got these thousands of emails and they fire a football coach who was the brother of the Washington coach, and he was emailing the general manager of Washington. Something doesn't add up here. Because the Redskins or the Commandos, whatever the fuck they are, they haven't been punished yet. Maybe monetarily, but that, that's really nothing. This is where this is where I wish we had a media that was worth its salt. If you go and you watch the um, the thing on Netflix about Manti Te'o, uh, I, who who was it? I forget the the organization that that looked into it that broke the Manti Te'o story about him not having a girlfriend. But they were doing it to make the sports media look bad. They admit that full on in in the documentary. I'd like to see some investigating going on like that to see why John Gruden was the one used as a scapegoat on this. I love how the national organization is calling for, of women, is calling for the execution of the career of John Gruden. But nothing's being said about Daniel Snyder. Very, very weird. Very, very strange. 
And when when that story comes out and I'm right, oh, am I going to crow. I am going to crow louder than I've ever crowed before. And I can't wait. Um, another story that's been around for a couple days. Now, I don't know if this, I don't know if I'd want to see this, but I'd watch it. Renewed interest in the death surrounding Steve Irwin. Oh, crikey, he's a big bugger. Has emerged as fans remember the crocodile hunter on the 16th anniversary of his tragic passing. Well, he was like stabbed in the heart by a, by, by a, a, a stingray. A stingray stung him. Stingray got its, its damn pound of flesh. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm adjusting right now. Corruption in the NFL? What the fuck? Is water wet now? Gee, I wonder why I can't watch it anymore. The stingray was commanded by Halliburton. Uh, allegedly, there's a zookeeper. Oh, no, no, he's a zookeeper. The biographer, Tommy Donovan, was there and was filming. And allegedly, the entire incident has been caught on tape. The video captures the moment when Irwin pulls the barb from the stingray out of his chest before he loses consciousness and subsequently dies. There has been speculation among fans over whether or not the full-length video should be released. I say, oh, hell yeah. Look, his kids are grown enough now. They, they play with these crazy animals as well. I mean, this is a guy who would get down on his hands and knees, like, right next to a crocodile. Yeah, nature was sure not his friend. Now, now I, I have to give it up to Ogre because he's given me the one video. It's not the actual video. It's a, a computer-generated uh, video of what happened in the greatest, and yes, I said it, the greatest animal gone bad story of all time. And that was happening in Las Vegas, Nevada, when Montecore, the white tiger, looked at Roy and said, <laughs> Now, I will say this right now. His last words were Foster's Australian for beer. If I had my druthers between the Steve Irwin video or the Montecore video, let me just tell you, ass family, this is a no-brainer. I am picking Montecore. I want to see that video. I want to see, man, because you think about that back in Vegas at that time, before cell phone cameras, can you imagine that happening now? How awesome that would be? I mean, awesomely tragic, of course. I mean, damn. Good Lord Almighty. I told Babes while we were in the ocean that if I got swept away by a wave or taken by a shark to start filming, absolutely. We need that shit on video. I mean, look, I feel bad for Steve Irwin's kids that they probably might have to see this video if they haven't seen it already. But give me one or two. Come on. Come on, I've been good. 
All I want is the Montagore video or the Steve, Steve Irwin video. Just, eh, I'll take it. If that's all you're going to give me, I'll take it. But if, you, if it's a choice, oh, I'm taking the Montagore. I mean, not for the, I, I, I want to see the attack. And I want to see the reaction of the crowd. Like, did some people think that that was part of the show? And they're applauding. Oh, my gosh, that's so great. Look at that. He's carrying Roy around by the neck. That would be awesome. There is nothing. Look, look, I I like watching kid videos when kids get hurt, when they're, like, skateboarding, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you know, they, they ram into a tree. I could shit. Well, I watch that shit all day. I watch kids falling off bicycles all day. But the only thing better is when animals fucking either attack humans or they attack each other. Oh, boy. That is awesome. If there's a video of Montecore attack, I hope the music is Duran Duran's instrumental Tiger Tiger. <laughs> oh, man. Or you know what they should do with it? They should get somebody who does a great voice impersonation of Tigger from Winnie the Pooh. And Tigger like, Roy, don't fuck with me. Don't fuck with me, Roy. Bouncy, 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 bouncy. Bitey, 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 bitey. Now, that'd be funny. Well, that, that would break the internet right there. Oh, my God. Uh, speaking of breaking things, I like to... I, I CNN this week has come out and they've said, look at us, we're making more layoffs. Uh, but they still have Don Lemon there. Or Don Lemon, as some people call him. Don Lemon decided to be a complete dick this week. Hold on, I'll play it for you here as soon as the ad for this... Uh, Beet juice finishes, yes. Their Republicans are offering ideas, and they're not doing much of that anymore. The ideas are not popular among Republicans. 13% of Republicans want a total ban on abortion. 70% of Republicans, um, uh, uh, sorry, want, support. Want abortions, but, support. but with restrictions, right? But want, want restrictive abortion. No, 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 I was going on a different issue, but you can go down, I mean, a majority of... Did you lose your train of thought? I do it all the time. I, 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 I did, but... <laughs> I hate a, majority, a majority of Republicans oppose book bans. A majority right. of Republicans think that talking about race and learning about racism in school is a good thing. Majorities of Republicans are not where today's MAGA Republicans right. are going and all the things that they keep talking about, which begs the question, what the hell are they thinking? Is it fair to say this? Because I'm not a mommy, but is it mommy brain? Is it you? you have, no, you Don, don't I, I just... Call it I wow. There it is. Is it fair to call it mommy brain? Because you're not quite as smart as me, the gay black man brain. The gal got fucking flustered and he goes, is it fair to say that's mommy brain? Because you are a lowly woman. Hey, National Organization of Women, where are you for this? Megan McCain has come out and she said, I look forward to any man on the planet on Earth being chided for on air for having daddy brain. Misogynists run media, and they are rarely ever held accountable for it. Oh, God. God bless you. God bless you, Don Lemon. 
Here's some of the best of the worst of Don Lemon. During the coverage of the Malaysian air flight that went missing, he asked a panel of experts whether it was possible that Beijing jet may have just been swallowed by a black hole. In another one, in 2013, while talking about Bill O'Reilly's controversial comments that unmarried black women need to stop having children in inner-city schools, Lemon argued the Fox News host plans to elevate black people wasn't as bold as it should be. Quote, in my estimation, he doesn't go far enough. Walking around with your ass and your underwear showing is not okay. In fact, it comes from prison. But I would have to say that his best one, oh, man, how does this guy still have a job? Oh, that's right. He's black and gay. While interviewing jo- Joan Tarshish, she was uh, one of Bill Cosby's sexual assault people. He asked her why she didn't stop him from raping her by biting his penis. You know, there's always ways not to perform oral sex if you don't want to, he said. I was kind of stoned at the time, and quite honestly, I didn't even enter my mind, right? Meaning the using of teeth, right, as a weapon. (laughs) He asked a a sexual assault victim why she didn't use her teeth. And this guy still has a job, still makes millions of dollars. Un-fucking-believable. Uh, but he has a job in media, and some of us don't. Mm. CNN's new CEO, Chris List, said to expect significant changes. Once you get rid of this guy, I'll believe it. What Ratburger said? Ratburger said Porky McCain should work at MSNBC. It's as non-male as they get. I think they prefer non-binary, though. I, <laughs> I hear she still likes dick too much for that, though. What the fuck, Don? Are you going to ask Auschwitz survivors why they didn't contact Hogan's heroes to escape? Don't put that in front of him. He'll say it. He's turning into Ron Burgundy. Well, why didn't you just bite his penis? Is it because you had a little bit of mommy brain going on? Is that fair to say? What an asshole. Good God almighty. All right, uh, the, you know we've added a letter to the uh, to the alphabet mafia, the LGBTQ T's now, or D's, LGBTQ plus one D, which stands for detransitioned, because another one has come out. A woman who detransitioned sounded the alarm on Ingram Angle about gender reassignment surgeries. Being performed on minors under 18 years old. She says these surgeries are irreversible. They're dangerous. Who detransitioned after living as a transgender man for about 15 years. I quote, There's no way a child should be making this decision, and absolutely the very last thing we should be doing is lowering the age at which these body-mutilating procedures can be performed. Pretty soon they'll be adding M for for pedos. Yes, the 
the maps. Um, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to take this to a, a government level because of the whole my body, my choice thing, unless it's for COVID shots, then you have to do what the government says. Remember that old farce? How, how many of these people? I'm, I'm just wondering. I blame Mr. Potato Head for this kind of inspiration. How many of these people that transitioned and now have detransitioned how many are going to need to come out before something is done that doesn't allow anyone under the age of 18 to do this? When is that going to be a topic that we can all sit around and discuss and have an open and frank conversation about? I, I, I don't understand. We, we, we already know how bad this is, how detrimental it is. These people have come out. They, they've, they've spoken about it. Is I hate to say this. I, I don't really, though. You know how they, when something's really trendy and the new hip thing, they say this is the new black? Because black is always hip. It's always trendy, the color black, that is. When is, when is transitioning going to stop being the new black? I ask this because you think about it. When rap music came out, the cool thing to do was to, especially for white teenagers, was to start dressing like rappers, start speaking in different dialects. And then all of a sudden the gay movement came on, and we noticed that instead of it being like 4%, now more like 400% of America is gay. And now it has transitioned, sadly to use that as a pun, into this transgender movement where we see tons and tons of kids, even though only 7% of our population is gay or in the alphabet mafia. So it makes it seem like all all 7%, 100% of the 7% are transgender people. When are we as a society going to say enough is enough? Stop doing this to your children. There's a big movement of detransitioners. They are speaking out on children getting mutilated. I follow many of them on Twitter. They get viciously, viciously attacked by the cult. Now, now, that doesn't make sense to me. These were people that were a part of the cult, and now they're getting out, and they're treating them like Scientologists that leave. Just give it time when everyone's gay or trans and being straight will be a hipster artesian thing. I have an artesian dick. Going back to something I talked about earlier with Christopher. When we were talking about the whole thing that happens happening in the Ukraine with Russia attacking and I'm kind of the, well, let them do their own thing. It truly amazes me that we've gone this far as a society. 
I mean, you make one transgender joke and you, you get canceled. Look at Dave Chappelle. We are so soft as a society. We are so... We, we allow words to hurt us. When, when we were kids growing up, our parents taught us nursery rhymes. And you know the one I'm going to say. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt them. And we've pl- completely gotten around that, and we don't even mention the sticks or stones anymore. We allow words to hurt us so badly. This is why drill instructors had to change. I've told you this for a long time. The world is watching us. The world has no respect for America right now. We've often done the game, would you rather be feared or respected? Well, I'll go back to 2016 through 2020. And I would rather the rest of the world be scared of us. I would rather the rest of the world feared us because with fear comes an implied a bit of respect. Now the rest of the world looks at us and goes, why are we going to listen to America? They are firing people because they don't, they don't adhere to when people don't know which bathroom to use. The rest of the world is watching, and we're failing. And there's a lot of us that aren't failing. Everybody that's part of this show is not failing. You guys aren't afraid to speak your minds. You guys aren't afraid to say it. I'm not afraid to say it. I I, I mean, I did a story yesterday about a school board digging up dirt on parents who didn't want their kids to get COVID shot. We've got school boards taking on parents. Hey, school boards, you need the parents a lot more than the parents need you. Remember when the parent was deemed a terrorist in Virginia because he wanted to beat the hell out of the vice principal that covered up the fact that his, what, 12-year-old daughter was raped by a 15-year-old? in the girl's bathroom because the boy was quote-unquote transitioning into a female. And instead of sending that boy to jail right then and right there, you just sent him off to another school to where he tried to do it again. See, this is where y'all got to go up to all those soft family members that you have and those soft friends that you have and tell them, you need to gird up your fucking loins here. You need to get some fucking strength there back in that spine that you used to have. Personally, this is me personally, and you can hold this against me. I don't think they should try to do reversal transgender surgeries. I don't think that that should even be a thing. You made this decision to change the original packaging. And now you're unhappy with the new packaging, so you want to get it reversed? 
even though you've changed every pronoun that you go by. I, I, I mean, seriously. They ask people what pronouns to put on their name tags now. I don't want the world to respect us. I want the world to fear us. Notice that when January 21st hit in 2023, or 2021, sorry, not, we're not in the future yet. Could, could you feel the rest of the world just laughing at us? When we not only inaugurated, we inaugurated, we voted this idiot in. I've done some dumb things, and I'll do dumb things again. So the best way to get something done, if you, if it holds near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to, anyway. Keep alive the truth and honor of the Holocaust, horror of the Holocaust. Honor, really. Uh, actually, 303 Tommy Lill is going to take off as TL 2024. Amen to that. Gender-affirming surgeries on children is abuse. I would agree. In California, there's a 10-day wait to buy a gun in case you change your mind. Trans operation should be a 10-month waiting period, too. The thing is, is that, and, and it used to be this way, but then now everybody's coming out as a transgendered human being. They used to, I, I've told you guys, I told you guys a story last week, human sexuality class I took where they followed around a cross-dresser, which was back then called transvestites. And they had to dress that way for a year. They had to live the entire lifestyle as a female for an entire year before they would even start giving them hormones to change. And then it was another six months before they performed the surgery. And these were on adults. Parents want to have their kid. Oh, I want a girl so bad. Arnie, have you heard of the new tra Navy training video? I, I haven't, and I honestly, I'll look it up later. I can only imagine what it's like. I mean, how big is the bell curve? How big is the bell curve when it comes to things like this now in schools and things? We can't leave kids behind. Back when I was growing up, if you were dumb, you were dumb. You didn't want to go to summer school because that was deemed you were dumb. And I know plenty of kids that went to summer school to skip a grade or do all that kind of stuff. But when we were kids, before that was even thought of, you were dumb. Nobody wanted to be that dumb kid that got held back. Now nobody gets held back because you'll feel bad if you're the dumb kid. Well, guess what? Newsflash, you should. Oh, Arnie, what about learning disabilities? Teach them to speak up. Hey, parents, how about this? Parents, how about... Do your fucking job. Where are you now when your kid comes home with nothing but D's and F's on their report card? 
What do you do? Do you threaten to take their fucking PlayStation away from them and don't do it? Because I know you ain't whooping them in the ass. I know you ain't doing none of that. You ain't holding them accountable for anything. If you want to treat kids like adults, then they need to be held accountable for their actions. And somebody will say, well, they, Arnie, their frontal lobe isn't developed enough. No, 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 no. You can't change the rules. If you're going to make them let big boy and big girl decisions as to cut the wiener off and do kind of stuff like that, why aren't we having kids at work then? Let's get those fucking shoe factories working here. When my baby mama was pregnant with my son, I didn't have a preference in gender. I know it's a cliche, but all I wanted was a healthy kid. And that's fine. But now we, we, we have the, oh, well, I didn't have a girl. Well, you know what? I'm going to dress him like a girl. I'm going to tell him he's a girl. And then he'll think he's a girl. Watching, this, watching the trash TV that I watch, I got to tell you, this show's smothered. Smothered has got to be probably one of the all-time worst shows I've ever watched. It's where these, these mothers are over-attached to their children. You got the fat, like, Hawaiian chick or Chinese, Japanese chick. They showed her, and she's a biggin'. She, she, she's, she's easily four bills. Well, maybe three and a half bills. I'll, I'll say she's three and a half bills. And her mama, who, by the way, is a super-duper cunt, Weighs probably about 200, 220. And they show those two sharing a bath together. Now, come on, man. No. No. This other one, this other group on Smother, this gal has uh, had a boy growing up, and he was a, he was a, a great boy, but he came out as gay at 15. And now he's transitioning into a, a, a woman. That motherfucker's about 680 pounds. When I look at that thing, I do not ever see the word woman anywhere around that. But you're going along with it. Yay. I'm going to teach him how to shave his legs. Motherfucker already knows how to shave his face. Legs ain't going to be that much more difficult. These are parents who don't parent with the mantra, fuck around and find out. By contrast, my sons knew it well, but age six, and they hated the saying, uh, that's God talking to you, a.k.a. <laughs> karma's a bitch. Amen to that. Once you turn 18, look, look here. If you want to cut off the twig and berries or you want to plug up the outlet, ladies, when you're 18, it's your life then. You go right ahead. More power to you. I hope you find the happiness you're looking for. But anything underneath that age? No. No, uh-uh. No, 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 no. The end. Oh, God, I get so mad at these stories. These are, these are just the worst. Speaking of the worst, how about this? Um, I am going to cancel my travel plans uh, to uh, 
Harlem, not, not New York Harlem. No, 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 no. This is the Harlem near Amsterdam. Due to the fact that they will be the first city in the world to ban meat ads due to climate change. Really? Dutch city of Harlem is set to become the first in the world to ban ads for, mo- for most meat because of its impact on climate change. Council of the city near Amsterdam, home to 160,000 people, agreed to outlaw ads for intensively farmed meat on public places like buses, shelters, and, and screens. The move was approved by the city council in November, but went unnoticed until last week when a councilor announced he had officially notified advertising agencies. So what you're telling me there in Amsterdam is you don't have anything more important to do than bad ban advertisements for meat. People wonder why this world is going to hell in a handbasket on a rocket ship. Because I'm going to tell you right now, this will happen here too. It might we they might not get the ban. Oh, but they're going to talk about it. They are definitely going to talk about it. Good luck speaking to all that of the Netherlands, which relies heavily on the dairy industry. I mean, does meat need advertising? It's fucking meat. Either you're getting or you're not getting it. No advertising needed. Everybody needs advertising. You know, beef, it's what's for dinner. Remember those ads? Oh, I agree. It don't need no advertising. But to stand out against other meat companies, yeah, you might need some advertising. This this is wrong. We're going to ban ads for meats. This is about as stupid as when you, if you haven't seen the Elvis movie yet, I'm not going to ruin too much of it for you. Uh, Colonel Tom Parker was a complete asshole. But they wanted to ban Elvis Presley from television. They were going to imprison Elvis for dancing on stage. His, his rhythmic dance and, and all that, they, they, want, they want to ban him. Just stop. Just, just stop. This is getting to be horse shit. Spoiler, Elvis dies. And that is why Elvis joined the military, was to keep him out of jail because, well, they wanted to put him in jail after a concert in Memphis where he shook his hips. Tom Hanks did a great job of making you hate Tom Parker. Yeah, especially when I hate Tom Hanks. By the way, there's something going on in the Hanks household. Uh, Photographers caught Tom and Rita Wilson out for dinner with their youngest daughter and 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 what's this kid Chet, their their other son Chet, not the good not the good Hanks kid that's acting that's doing his part, but Chet Hanks, the one who likes to throw around the N word even though he's white. Unbelievable. 
This is a story that's kind of funny. It, it, it's not, but it is kind of funny. Um, Amazon has taken off the solar rooftops that they were selling on their website due to <laughs> two things. They took them down because of, number one, major fires and electrical explosions. A new report says Amazon powered down all of its solar rooftops in the U.S. last year following a series of major fires at facilities throughout the country. Whoops-a-daisy. Whoops-a-cockle. Daggum solar caught my house on fire. Tom Hanks is probably a bad person, but he's a great actor. I'd like to not know the actor and just pay attention to the character. I, that, I try to do that, too. I used to be a big Tom Hanks fan. Then I saw him turn down a kid for an autograph at a Lakers game, and I was like, okay, I'm done. Mm-mm-mm. That's pretty funny. How's the solar working? Well, I mean, it caught on fire, so I guess it's doing good. Elvis didn't do anything wrong. He wanted to dance while he sang. He felt the rhythm. It was the lady's fault. They all wanted to bone him when he moved his hips. So he got in trouble because their husbands couldn't satisfy him. Well, it was, and it was against the community standards then. You think about it, but but what are community standards really? Don't, doesn't the entire community have to agree on what the community standards are? I've never been asked. But until the power uh, was cheaper, right? I mean, with PG&E, the power burns your, your house down and charges you out the ass for it, probably. I, I, Jesus, this is so ridiculous. All these last stories today are just so ridiculous. And, and this last one, oh, man, I used to get excited about these stories. This one, not so much. Yeah, baby. You know what time it is. It's time for teacher sex time. Except... This, oh, goddamn mouse, stop working. Come on. Shit. This is the teacher in question. Female teacher of the year nominee, 37, is charged with raping a boy under 15. North Carolina school sees third member of staff face sex with student accusations in over a decade. Amanda Dahl. Her middle name is is not a was arrested by Johnson County Sheriff. She was hit with three charges, including statutory rape of a child under 15, sex act with a student, and indecent liberties with a child. And she is fat and ugly. Oh no. Man, this is what you know, you don't want this one. No. Wait, they, uh, is this one of the students that she might have did? Instead of getting ready for the second week of classes tomorrow, Amanda Dahl is in the Johnston County Jail. CBS 17's Haley Fixler is live outside of West Johnston High School in Benson with the latest. Haley. 
What do you got, Haley? Yes, Dahl is charged with that statutory rape charge, indecent liberties with a child, and a sex act with a student. We do not know if all of these charges are in connection with the same student, but we do know that school district officials fired Dahl on Friday, the same day she was arrested. Wow. That leaves me speechless. Jacob Lipscomb graduated from what? <laughs> Why? Because she's so ugly? I mean, this is, this is teacher sex gone wrong. Indecent liberties with a child? What's that? Well, that's taking advantage of a child. Maybe she got them all hopped up on some, you know, some rum or something and decided to play Tickle the Pee Pee. Douglas says, peace out, ass. I gots to go. Mm-mm-mm. This is bad teacher sex. Now, see, there's another story. That, like, there's two stories below this one where they're showing in the past of at least decent or hot teachers. And then there's, ugh, woof. You don't want to be that kid, man. See, that kid, that kid is not held up as a role model by other students. That that young man has been victimized. <laughs> I know I'm going to go to cl- I'm going to hell for that. Uh, Balborn says later ass family. Well, she's just a map. Don't y'all be judging. That's right. She's a a, a minor attracted person. Don't judge someone that wants to have sex with a five year old. By the way, that teacher's been fired. That t- I, I just found out late last night, and I meant to say it this morning. But, yeah, that lady who claimed that you shouldn't judge people who want to have sex with a a five-year-old, she has been fired. So there you go. Teacher sex here gone way, way wrong. And that is going to do it for us today as family. Uh, Thank you so very much for being here, being a part of it. We will be back tomorrow, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. And tomorrow is Friday, everybody. Get ready. It is Friday. So please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, happy Thursday and adios, everybody. Oh, I know a place called Good Time Charlie's. A little four-piece band swinging out of sight. And I'll be here. Party from nine in the morning till twelve at night. Two miles from town, cross the railroad track, turn right at the light and park in the back. You're always welcome. Don't forget to drop in. Oh, good time, Charlie's anytime you can. Dropped in one night, but never came again They said he left with an undertaker Oh, Charlie done time, two years in the pen Well, the beat goes on, there's a hardwood floor
is outside waiting to arrest him.